Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined as ever by Robbie. The Blood Knight is summoned. Bellicom. Mm. Ah! Sam. The blood moon has risen. <laughs> and Ellie, the black pudding is ready, Sparrow. Oh, I th- mm, that's, that one's strange. Mm. That one's strange, yeah. Yeah, because these are all like things you say when you're on your period, right? <laughs> Surely. I mean, it's things we say when people yeah. I just, sure I just don't see the point of menstruating unless you can look your partner dead in the eye when it happens and go, the blood moon rises. Like, I just, the Crimson Knight yeah. requests so logic. shit, you might as well make one bit of it fun. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, there needs to be some perks. Well, now I'm going to look you in the eye and say the black pudding is ready. So oh, God, that's horrifying. <laughs> it's much worse than what yeah. I normally it's so say. Good. I mean, the, alter- the original thought I had was the blood sausage is filled, and that's even worse. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that implies some, some strange things, yeah. I feel. I'm not sure what it implies, but whatever it is, yeah. I'm freaked I don't out. Like it. It's like the worst way to describe an erection. <laughs> Oh, God. I mean, that is, yeah, that was the thing that occurred to me, actually. Oh. <laughs> it was the I, worst. My head was still in periods yeah, and I hadn't no, got all the no. way. That's real bad. <laughs> and on that throbbing bombshell, it's time for us to turn bombshell. to uh, future us and demand what messages from the present. <laughs> it's future Jason with messages from the present. This episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs is brought to you by you. As ever, a massive thanks to our crew members on the Flintlocks Patreon who help keep this ship sailing. There's a wealth of extra content and bonus features for patrons, including regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, artwork, and a monthly poll for the community to help design an element to go into the game. You can check it out at patreon.com slash flintlocksandfireballs, link in the description. We are an affiliate of dnddice.com, makers of beautiful specialty dice since 2010. Whether you need dice because you're masquerading as a vampire, calling Cthulhu, or are some sort of pathfinder gathering the magic munchkins, you can click through our affiliate link in the description and grab yourself or a friend some particularly sexy dice or a particularly sexy leather dice bag. We are also an affiliate of Zavi, fine producers of nerdy garments and handy household items. Remember, you can click through the affiliate link in the description and use code FLINTLOCKS20 to take 20% off clothing and FLINTLOCKS10 to take 10% off not clothing. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. Future us same. <laughs> whack a dick down. I'm doing the motion where you whack your arm down on the table and pretend it's a dick, but it's not funny because it's a podcast and it's sad. <laughs> so weird today. Why what was that? We so weird. Why are we all so weird? I today? don't know. Haven't we're recorded all, for a couple. We're all of weeks. on the loopy juice. I don't know what's um, happened. Also, yeah, we are all apart again. It's only been a week and a half. Mm. I'm true, true. that long. Yeah. <laughs> it's a warm night. It's probably not that warm at night. I think we just got the heating on. It's a long day. It's a long, has been a long day. We've, we've all been doing quite boring things today. I mm. wonder if that's what it was. Yeah, we've we'll... like saved all our mm. loopy up for the end of the day. Yeah. 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 It's not a full moon. Not a full moon. <laughs> no, no, it's pretty much exactly a half moon. It's the half moon crazies. That's what it is. <laughs> Do you, you think anyone's like going to be nerdy crazy? enough to work out when we're recording based on the fact that it is exactly a half moon? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're nerdy enough to do that, like I'm into it. I <laughs> sure. love you. Yeah, thank you, 
thank you for uh, dedicating your time that much. I mean, honestly, totally like, they're still—they're potentially still here from the beginning. Like they've spent a lot of hours Aww. listening to us at this point. Like mm. finding out moon cycles might not be a massive leap. We love you. Thank by you the way. so much. Yeah. I adore yeah. you. Um, that. Sorry, that's actually made me wonder now. I'm just going to check the Calcinia calendar, um, of which there is one. Uh, and because that, then this, I'm trying to, I, I'm not sure whether, I, I realise I don't know what the, um, what the lunar cycle is right now. I mean, right now it's an eclipse. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, there is, there, there Although is. Although Psyche actually ate the sun, um, uh, so, you know. Um, I mean, we're in falling leaves, right? Um, yes, yes, it is the 22nd, round of. Yep. Cool. Uh, no, we're fine. Bell's still Bell. That's a good point. <laughs> That's uh, what I wanted to check. Yeah, good check. Yeah. I, I no, don't uh, think it was actually that long ago that she had to take some time uh, off for that. So Bell yeah. was Bell last had to take time off uh, between the 10th and the 12th of Falling hmm. Leaves. Uh, according I just to, looked at my notes to see according if i down the date. Uh, I have not I've written bums instead. Handy calendar. <laughs> you just written I usually, bums. <laughs> usually I like I write the date at the top in big letters, but I've written bums instead. I've just written battle day. <laughs> I I am I the only fucker who's written the date? Is that that's I unusual? Have, yeah. Mm. yeah, no, I've written twenty second of falling leaves, but also underneath Battle, battle Day. day. Mm. <laughs> I've written Scamp Mage Armor in bigger letters than anything else in my recent. Scamp day. actually remembered today. We did it. Yeah. yeah, we did do it. Well, I'm, proud of, I'm proud of you. Well done. Speaking of which, uh, <laughs> I think that's our signal. It's time for us to begin Flintlocks and Fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken, storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs. It is the 22nd of Falling Leaves, uh, 1798. It's not yet come. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And the, um... Huh. Hmm? What? Nope, nope. The iron, the iron skins are not finished yet. The Age of Steam has not yet come, and it did not come in time for this battle. I just had a moment of like, did oh, I? Has the age of steam come? <laughs> I, was, I had a real moment of like, oh sugar, was that were, were the no the iron skins aren't finished yet. <laughs> they literally the age of steam has not yet uh, has not yet come in form. I love that you had to look that up though. That's <laughs> ominous. Uh, that, I, like he did the like big eyes thinking expression. Uh, it's the, the it's oh, the right. oh shit did I forget a thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they, they only have, they have the steam, they have the steam, um, smuggling boat, which they use to get the, um, the, uh, what's it called to you? The, uh, all of the, all of the guns. Oh. Yeah. Uh, from the but they did, but they didn't get the... I mean, frankly, 
be honest, skins are done when you want them to be done, and not before, really. So. I mean, yes, but uh, but I couldn't remember from my own notes whether they were no, they were they're, they're not ready for for, for service. Uh, that's a, that was a hot. It's, it's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> but that was an important thing to check. Is like, oh shit, are they? Were they supposed to be in this fight? No, they're not. It's the 22nd of Falling Leaves, 1798, <laughs> and the Battle of Milar sure? is... My note says it's bums. Is well underway. <laughs> uh, many bums... Uh, many bums are currently in the water. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> sound of fire. Is there anything attached to them? In, in at least two cases, probably. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's been more um, oh, no. The... <laughs> The battle has been intense, uh, brutal, and strangely dark. At the critical moment, just as the uh, just as the fourth-rate ships of the line on the part of the Orsirian navy were about to sail into firing range to attack the uh, coastal fortress of the battery. Your cheerful friend Poppy, aka Apophis, the Sun Eater, uh, shed his skin and devoured the sun. Well, at least, as far as you can, uh, that's certainly what it looks like. The uh, the sun has gone. In its place, there is a coiled black serpent with glowy red eyes. Uh, there is. The sky is black. There is very like no sunlight at all that you can see. Um, however, all those who hailed Apophis uh, have been granted a miraculous blessing. They uh, they are able to see within this darkness as if it were broad daylight, giving them quite the material advantage in this fight. Um, this is particularly shown up at sea, where the range of enemy cannons, already hard, as yours have been, by the gale force winds whipping through hail uh, strewn through the battlefield, uh, have been halved again as they're attempting to fire basically in not quite pitch blackness, but at night. Like at a, a at a night as dark as uh, as a moonless, starless night. At that, um, the battle has gone to and um, definitely gone to and fro. On the naval side, that you were, have been able to sink the HMS Gunter uh, of the enemy's side, and however, they are ahead in terms of shot for shot trading. They've sunk the Maria and the Torf- Captain Torfast Scorcher's ship, the Lightning. You still have a force uh, able to defend, and uh, Scamp was able to directly deal a great deal of damage to the HMS Integrity, their flagship, uh, by getting up close and reversing gravity on it. Uh, which they were unable to suspend for three rounds, inflicting a mighty amount of disturbance, uh, both from being picked up and uh, everything moved around, and quite a lot of crew going overboard, and from the impact of crashing back down into the waves. 
The integrity, however, is well named. It is still afloat, albeit limping and damaged from uh, the attacks. However, the cavalry, metaphorically, has come. Just entering the... uh, Just about entering range uh, to begin firing on the integrity, a, a, a smidge over a mile away from the battery, which itself has taken heavy, heavy damage, the Scarlet Winds, eyes blazing with Apophis' blessing, have entered the field. However, this is not where our focus is going to begin. So I, just worth noting, I'm changing the rules a little from what we did last time, because the sea battle is proving decisive enough that we uh, that having three rounds of that battle to one round of land battle was frankly making the land battle a little irrelevant by comparison so we're going to have the um, we're going to uh, we're going to take three rounds now to f- of fighting the land battle to see what has been going on while the Kraken's Bane has been carrying out its heroics. Can I ask a question? Yes. There's only one bit of this picture I don't have in my brain. Um, where are the trio currently? The trio, at last, as we last checked, are aboard the Kraken's Bane. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that's where you stated you were previously. Awesome. Uh, if you need to leave the Kraken's Bane again at any point, you can do so uh, as like a going off as a party to do things. Right. Okay. Obviously, depending on where the Kraken's Bane is, will depend on how much time it takes to get places. And that makes sense. Just things. so that I've got yeah. that in my brain. I no, 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 where we left them. Cool. Yeah. Also, on, on that note, actually, when the uh, the integrity went up in the air and came back down, did that have, uh, cause all of the um, uh, the avian riders on it to have to take off in order not to be thrown into the sea? Um, some that were in, on the deck already took off. Uh, others were uh, others were in the process, uh, but many many of them are in the air. There is Fine. at, at okay. the moment the the wing the the, the two wings of um, giant eagle riders are sort of uh, doing exchanging back and forth flights. So one one wing is out while the other was uh, re, uh, you know, not refueling but re- rearming <laughs> with yeah. uh, ammunition, reloading literally, reloading literally. Yeah. Um, okay. I also yeah, yeah just curious yeah. about that. That's I'm not going to bring in, but I'm not going to give them around retroactively. But I also realised I forgot to include their action in the previous land battle rant, I so think. I will be putting them back into the initiative. Uh, they uh, were they were sorting something out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They they just they focused on hitting a lot of stuff on us. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say they they just focused on the big snake uh, instead of the, like the rest of the battle. Yeah. So they they were just focused on that bit. It didn't come. Um, did so much damage to me. <laughs> I remember rightly. Did lots yeah. of damage to you, but not to, to the rest you, of the fight. Specifically, yeah. <laughs> okay. Snake is now eating the sun, so yeah. <laughs> so they have their own issues then. All right. Uh, so, bit of a recap of where we are in the land battle at this moment. On the far side of the River Hound in Guernsey. Uh, are the four units of artillery still firing on the coastline along with the um, 
along with the Bear Paws, the artillery wizards, who are currently not actually fighting in the main battle because they are being harried by the Sunset Girls. Uh, until you tell, uh, until you say otherwise, the Sunset Girls will stay on the Bear Paws, distracting them. However, if you decide it is necessary to move them, they work a bit like the port party. They can ba they basically travel fast enough that they can not quite teleport across the field, but they can get on boats row really quickly. Enough that they all feel so like they're teleporting. It will in feel this like they're system. teleporting in this yeah. battle system, uh, and they can tie up a unit, preventing it from attacking or moving. Um, the other uh, the other unit behind the lines uh, on the other side is the cavalry, who are uh, and something interesting is happening with the cavalry now that the lights have gone out. After an initial period of panic, uh, 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 of confusion, you've noticed that torches, uh, not torches, but uh, lanterns have, uh, have, be uh, have been lit uh, by, in a number of places, you can see members of the cavalry are riding out to the edges uh, of Guernsey, close to the waterfront, uh, and others are keeping a guard behind the lines. Holding up lanterns and quickly flashing objects in front of them, they appear to be using a semaphore system to quickly communicate orders back and forth across the river despite the confusion caused by the night. It is enough that the observers, uh, those present, and during the brief moments of the battle where Celestia Scand and Corson are able to look over and see this, uh, are, 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 you are able to put together that this must be where the command, uh, the, uh, the land command is. Colonel Tompkins is presumably somewhere in that cavalry unit mm -hmm. and coordinating oh. the battle by um, semaphore. So another of your opportunities, uh, so your third opportunity comes up, the first one being defending um, Poppy. Uh, Poppy, the second being attempting to sink the integrity uh, to take out the air strikes, and the third one is if Colonel Tompkins... Uh, is dispatched either directly or by taking out the cavalry, it will impose a... It will basically dis... Uh, uh, it will impose a great degree of disorganisation on the attacking forces. Mm. Uh, basically, without, without a central force uh, nav coordinating them via semaphore, amidst the darkness, they're going to start panicking and some may rout. Um... Speaking of which, most of the forces are at the waterfront. Some have made landing. Attacking Monk's docks, Upper and Lower Harlot, and uh, the docks of Kelsey are the five uh, regiments of Redcoats, two regiments of the undead reclamation, largely undead reclamation corps. The Redcoats have successfully pushed onto land in Upper Harlot, so the so they are now close enough that they are uh, not not fighting uh, those actually in Upper Harlot engaging enemies there are no longer fighting with the same level of disadvantage that they were before. 
um, which they were having to fight from being basically like on the wa- like on the water. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that up close in what is more or less melee, uh, as far as far as these matters are concerned, they the darkness is less of an effect on right. them. It's demoralizing to be sure, uh, and it's difficult, but everyone is close enough that they can target by the muzzle flare. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's not like the ships, which are really far away, so it's more of a problem. That yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about with the um, like Poppy's actual crew that are entirely melee based? I'm going to say that Poppy's crew to to balance this out. I will say that Poppy's crew are able to. Uh, Poppy's crew already have a very high, uh, already ha- have a high attack bonus. Um, they are in no way, like, they were never uh, affected by fighting at night. I suppose I would say that they specifically, under the circumstances, I will, I'll... Mm, okay. Once the enemy are on, if the enemy, if if Poppy's crew uh, crew fight on land against an enemy that is on land, so not in the, so less so with the few people boarding, I'll give them advantage because the conditions are like perfect for them. So if if so if the Sun Eaters specifically cool. So if the Sun Eaters were to say move into Upper Harlot and fight there, they can have advantage on their attacks against those ones that have already gone onto ground. Okay. Whereas everyone else, it just it kind of cancels out once they're on land. Cool. Basically, uh, the red coat, the three units of red so, coats that have not yet landed are having disadvantage for being attacking from boats. I'm gonna definitely be asking you questions. Ask about me all questions. Of that again. My brain went bork 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 bork. bork, bork. Towards the I'll just give you. A, I'll just give you a reminder that sun eaters under certain circumstances get advantage cool. because melee and night yeah i will give you a uh, i'll let you know when when the advantage kicks in just su- uh, suffice to know that the sun eaters have some special uh, have some uh, have an advantage when the conditions favor them mm-hmm. um and don't forget that everybody has two two higher ac when they're on the dif- uh, uh, when they're fighting in their home streets cool uh, okay so just a reminder. So just quickly re- recapping. Then everybody is trying to. Cl- uh, the enemy are trying to claim uh, to get on and claim those streets right now. Uh, and uh, I've sent to you as players map the our current state of the map ahead of time. Um, these uh, we still you still have the four units of rifles, three of your units of uh, militia. And your three special uh, gang units. Uh, well, two gang units and the demons. Are currently holding the front. Uh, in Monk's docks is Captain Egbert and Captain Beatrice. Uh, in Harlot is Captain Frank and the Sun Eater, what is left of the Sun Eaters. Uh, Upper Harlot, right now it's just Captain Archibald. However, the uh, goblins and uh, actually, I think it is just the goblins at this point uh-huh. because of how the, the streets intersect. Um, are 
mean, no, the Dead Eyes are still there. The Dead Eyes are there. Yeah, they, they'd have to, like, move... The Dead Eyes kind of have to move, like, diagonally, ah, like, across, yeah, like, diagonal allowed? lines. Totally fair. I, I would say that you can move along faces, like, rather than across diagonals. So, so they could move... So, that, so, currently, so they could move to where the... Goblins uh, currently goblins are, are in Portland. In. The goblins yeah. can move in to support. That yeah. makes sense. So, like, you've got some slight... There are uh, options. There are options. Um, yep. Yeah, because the Dead Eyes are currently hanging out in the appropriately named Midtown, uh, oh. while the last let set of rifles in, under Captain Chocolat are hiding in the uh, at St. Stitch Fathers. Cool. Um, if it comes up, the Resurrectionists and the Dead Eyes both fight at disadvantage in St. Stitch Fathers because uh-huh. it's consecrated ground. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Same rules as before. Okay, with that in mind, uh, you all have your own units. I'd like to you to decide where you wanna where you wanna place them, uh, and and yeah, what actions you wanna take. Yeah, and um, listeners, you're gonna hear us like going back and forth a little bit more because I'm taking pictures of our little battlefield and sending them to Roy yeah. and Sam. So there's gonna be a bit yeah. of that back and forth for the stowaways in the house. Um, so. <laughs> I mean, I think my instinct, if looking at the picture, you folks agree, yeah. is that the little goblins, so the bronze ones, they want to move mm-hmm. forward into mm-hmm. that place what's been taken. Upper Harlot. Upper Harlot. Yeah. Um, I can't see the label because there's things on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the dead eyes want to move to where the goblins were. Yeah, that makes sense. Does that make sure sense? The, um, 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 while we're on yeah. the three shinies, um, anyone got any thoughts on the Sun Eaters? Are we happy leaving them there? Do we want to move them? Like, how are we feeling? Well, I'm, I'm kind of happy. Can they do range? Can they get the people on the water? Um, they can only get the people on the water if the people on the water are still trying to attack them, which they currently are. Okay. Okay. So- Possibly best to so leave it's kind of worth there. leaving them there for now. Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't want any more of them making a beachhead, do we? Yeah, yeah. You so could, I'm going to put I, I, I will these say two that. where I want them. Great. Oh, the one in the picture is the little silver. Yeah, yeah. that's the that's dead the eyes. dead eyes. Does that? How many areas does that support? Like, it's pretty much corner on with another area. Does that count? Uh, no, that we no, just not that sorry, not. yeah. So corner corners don't count unless there's a face. Yeah, you can't move yeah, across corners. Um, if there is on the one next to it, but not. Yeah. So we're yeah. going to move. Uh, so you're moving the. I'm the, suggesting into moving Portland. bronze forward and moving silver to where bronze was. Yeah. 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 Yes. Cool. Yeah. Happy with yep. that. Um, okay. His next. I'll move your things. <laughs> uh, yeah. If also, if you're happy with people just saying where they are, you can say that, and they'll stay where they are. Uh, Basically, does anyone want to move out, move a unit out of their current position? Yeah. Um, those don't think so Frank for the ain't looking good. Okay. Frank ain't looking good. It might be worth swapping Frank with whoever C is. Yep. Um, we can swap do Frank that. out with Chocolat. That's fine. Do you want me to do that? Okay. Yeah, can do. Yeah, Just move um, Chocolat up to um, Harlot. Yeah, up to next to the Sun Eaters. And basically. Frank is yeah. moving back to uh, some Stitch Fathers. swapping out. Yeah, because that actually gives us a nice heavy melee and rifles in the same. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, yes. narratively speaking, then as uh, seeing the 
seeing the death of Captain Hamza and the routing of his unit uh, in neighboring uh, in neighboring Upper Harlot and the damage that, cap- uh, that their unit has taken, Captain Frank is going to pull back as reinforcements under Captain Chocolat with the rifles intact uh, move in to give them some relief. Yeah. And although not much has moved, I've sent you a photo because I know I'd want it to keep track. <laughs> Many thanks. Thank you. Got it. Ah, yes. Excellent. Okay. The, um... All right. I've ma- uh, and Attack. similarly, Attack. I've made their decisions as well. Mm-hmm. So the... Uh, the units direct, uh, that are currently trying to uh, to board are going to keep trying to fight. Uh, like they're, they're advancing same districts they were before. Uh, they are not changing position yet. Uh, so, so everyone. Uh, so we're going to roll some attacks. Uh, let's start with the. Uh, I'm going to start with the named units. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, Dead Eye. Okay. So, uh, sorry. I've named goblins. all my units. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just so, saying. Oh, okay. Well, the goblins first nice, then. Goblins. Okay. Uh, so yeah, your options are basically uh, unit W or unit U of the red coats. Um, if you want to focus, I mean, he's um, more injured actually, rather than injured. Yes, you, Captain Uniform, is uh, it, huh. it, it, oh, has already taken uh, some losses. I would like to attack Captain Uniform in that case, if that's okay. Okay, go for it. Rip down any damage. Oh, a strong starting roll, lads. That's a nine. <laughs> okay, oh. the uh, the fight <laughs> the fighting is uh, intense. God, nine with their with uh, what was oh, the natural? A nat- like a, a natural. natural two. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> uh, despite oh, wow. despite the uh, the great skill uh, skill of the uh, div, uh, of the goblin militia, or at least their you know their, their ferocity in fighting, uh, the captain uniform has has now gotten a pretty solid uh, beachhead in place. Okay, uh, and the sun eaters next. Can the dead eyes attack from where they are, or how, uh, how does that work? I've forgotten. They're, they now support. it's they're, they've landed. Sorry. What was that? They they can do they can attack now, can't they? Because the people have landed on the beach. Yeah, they. Yes, in, that so is the rule. Can. Yep, they've yeah. landed, so they can support from from range. So should we do them next? Okay, because they're like in the same yep. area. Um, makes sense. Who, yeah, so they can, can, they can who can they attack? Ranged. Um, can they? They go can attack the... uniform or Captain Whiskey. Um, I'm going to go for uniform again because again they're they're injured. That feels logical. Yep. So let's do that. Oh my god! It's another two. I'm not even. I'm not even oh kidding. No. <laughs> that Swap is. That dice out. I, it's a different dice. You watch. Like, the, the I just command. rolled two twos on two different dice. Oh my god. <sighs> Azra watches like in. Fr- Azra and Adine watching frustration as Captain <laughs> Uniform starts like. Knocking over carts, <laughs> using them as mobile breathing cover, <laughs> setting up a defensive barrier. <laughs> Captain Uniform oh. is giggling, I imagine. Okay. Giggling uh, and bleeding. And um, now it's the Sun Eaters. Okay. So, um, can, so there is Captain Victor and Captain ha- Captain Javier, uh, neither of which are currently uh, um, damaged. Captain Javier has the fancier name, so we're going to okay. do that. We're going to go for a third dice. Okay. Lads, yeah. let's see what happens. Okay. Oh my god, it's a one! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
We're okay, all going to die. Um, the battle's wow. over. This is the no, end. Uh, this... It's a very fancy flashing one, Robbie. Um, it's on your light up oh, dice, no. but it is, that's, that's a one. That, oh. those, are, those were three different ones. I didn't even use the same dice for anything. I mean, <laughs> I have... a total of five. <laughs> same. I, I've got to apply the same rules to, to here that oh, I did. Absolutely. That I did it's to a the one. enemy. Yeah. Um, frust- like under the frustration of the attack, uh, the sun e- and especially with the loss of their of their leader, the sun eaters are starting to quaver a little bit. These are mostly now just imps and small lesser yeah. demons. <laughs> they lose a hit point more to represent their loss of morale than actual fighting force. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm going to move on to the cap, uh, onto the rifles next. Okay. So, um, Captain Archibald uh, is going to um, have his men f- uh, basically fix bayonets and attack um, Captain Uniform. But, okay. Um, that will be for the. It first was apparently one. immortal this turn, so like good luck. <laughs> okay, that is a fourteen. Okay, 14. Ah, it's not quite enough, unfortunately. Oh, they... oh my god. Yeah, no, these, these the redcoats are <laughs> We're tough. We're in trouble, lads. Um, we actually really are, though, aren't we? Yeah. The... yeah. We, we, we do we still have... To go well. We really did need a good round. <laughs> we do fucked. still have uh, Ellie's Captain nice Decade, fucked everything. Yeah. who I believe is adjacent. Uh, sorry, say that again? I, I believe we have uh, Captain Decade. Yes, yeah, so Captain Decade uh, has some options. They can keep attacking. So I guess, yeah, now that Uniform and so on have landed, uh, they have some options on their attacking choices. So they can attack the uh, Reclamation Corps, uh, Y and units Y and Z. I'm going to say Captain. No, completely Captain Yankee. There you go, and Captain Zulu um, uh, there. Or they can attack Captain's uniform or whiskey, because like by by doing a ranged attack. Mm. In terms of their position, the um, the Reclamation Corps are not yet on on the the water. Yeah, they haven't on the hit the land yet. They need to displace. uh, They need to displace one of those two units to get to make a beachhead. Right, okay, so um gonna try and hit them while they're still on the water then. I'm gonna go after Captain Yankee. Okay, Captain Yankee, go for it. Two teams and a one could really like lose the revolution. <laughs> okay. Um that is a twenty-four. Yeah, that does definitely hit. Roll uh damage, please. Okay. Which I believe is a D six. Six. Only two points of damage, but every other uh, helps there. Indeed, some uh, uh, under Captain Yankee, uh, sorry, under Captain Decade's uh, sustained uh, and repeated fire, uh, uh, cores of skeletons begin to fall. Uh, it's effective, but they have reinforcements. More of the endless dead continue to come. Um, all right, that brings us then to Captain Chocolat. Mm-hmm. Who may, in a similar fashion, may attack uh, Uniform and Whiskey, or may attack Victor or, or, or Javier. Having seen the um, the attempt on Javier, going to see if they can uh, do any better. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, that's an eleven. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Are the enemy going to take no damage this round? <laughs> well, they've taken two Fuck. points of damage thus far. 
Um, okay. Then. I guess that just leaves um, uh, uh, Beatrice. Beatrice, yes. Well, Beatrice. Oh, Beatrice can only can really only attack uh, Captain Tango. Yeah, so I'm gonna go after uh, Captain Tango then. <laughs> the '90s adverts are like really pervasive. My brain's went there you Captain Tango. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Captain oh, Tango is already has already taken some damage, probably from Captain Beatrice's unit though. So. Okay. Oh, <laughs> well, um, unless the AC is um, 13, that ain't gonna do it. It is not, unfortunately, Captain Tango. Uh, Captain Tango's uh, attempt to board continues unabated. All right, that is uh, rifles, I believe. That is Robbie. Please hit something. My God. Uh, (laughs) Both my units can't hit anyone based on where they are. uh, Frank. uh, Yeah, Frank currently can't attack anyone, uh, but Egbert and uh, Gregor Gregor. can have a go. Yeah, Egbert can attack Tango. And Gregor can do uh, Yankee Zulu uniform or whiskey. <laughs> well, Yankee Zulu Dandy is a very different song. <laughs> <laughs> right, Eggbutt's going to try and attack Tango. Go, Eggbutt, go, yeah. yeah! Okay, well, that's decent on the dice. 17 to hit? Uh, that does indeed hit. Roll damage. Excellent. Okay, one! Oh, <laughs> Wow! Oh, yeah, that be a lesson to what, you. Like a, f- a couple of the boats managed to make it, make it, and are immediately shot down. But there's still more incoming. Yeah. Oh my god, uh, we're fucked. Uh, Captain Frank's gonna light a cigar and just uh, have a little, have a little lean against the wall for a yeah. bit because yeah. there's nothing they can do. They gain an extra plus one charisma. <laughs> <laughs> It means nothing, uh, but it looks good. It's, unfortunately, yeah. the, the charisma was already 14, uh, so going up to 15 is not enough to give them an extra hit point from, from leadership modifiers. It's looking loose there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that Gregor is going to try and be supportive and attack uniform, because the ones at sea still have disadvantage. Yep. Okay. Also, everyone's pissed off with Uniform at this point. Because he's just like, yeah. bah! Like, behind something. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, that ain't gonna do it, though. That's a 12. Oh my oh god, my murder! Oh. <laughs> Alright, it's... Or rather, uh, not enough murder. Not enough actually. murder. I think that is that is the home side. It's time for the attackers. Fuck, that was awful! Oh, three points <laughs> oh of damage. Oh my god! Shit. Right. Tough round. Let's I can't these. believe how badly we just collectively rolled. Ten yeah. units. Ten Ooh. units did three damage. Jesus, that is terrible. Okay. We are wow. Royally fucked. We're really uh, fucked. Gregor, so uh, let's do the reclamation call first. Uh, Yankee and Zulu are both going to attack Captain Gregor. Uh, with oh, disadvantage. Okay. Well, the enough of the enough of Yankee's skeletons just so horrendously flub that attack. That they actually march themselves themselves into a kill box and lose a hit point. <laughs> Natural one. Nice. Um, unfortunately, Captain Zulu's got his shit together. Uh, so it and is able to take advantage of that of that distraction uh, to deal. Oh my 
Holy crap, six points of damage. Yikes. Oh, shit. Okay, they... To whom? They, they land just slightly off to one side and flank round, trapping Captain Gregor's unit in a kill box. And uh, completely take them off the field, which does mean... So Gregor is down. Gregor is down, and Gregor's Yankee down. and Zulu have now pushed onto land. They've acquired... Run out there's a second <laughs> beach uh, head. Yeah. Bollocks. Yeah, this is... Things are not looking good uh, up here. Okay. Well, that's... Uh, Dead eyes are at least ready. <coughs> yeah. Uh, yep. The red coats are going to make their attack. I'll do... I'll do the three that are at sea first. So Captain Tango is going after... Uh, uh, is going to go after uh, Egbert. Uh, that is a 17... Yeah, that's really Egbert knows that he's yeah. been tangoed. <laughs> uh, Egbert has been tangoed for four points of damage. Egbert has been oh, fucking tangoed. Oh my god! As they, as they continue, uh, that is more than half. Of Robbie, can you guess what dice Jason is currently rolling? That's doing this oh, no. well. It's that oh, fucking no. bronze one, isn't it? Yeah. That bronze one has murdered us so many fucking times. Oh. It's like, ah, I'll swap it out for a different one. I feel like maybe we should do an exorcism on it. I think we should, honestly. Like, I just. Um, I'll bring some salt around. Yeah. And we'll, we'll do a thing. Yeah. Okay. Get a candle and a book. We'll get on it. Mm. X ray and Victor are Is both going to go. I have, no I've, I have literally no knowledge of it. Oh, I feel like there's a bell involved. <laughs> bell, looking yeah. candle. Bell, looking candle. Looking bell. Right, X-Ray and Victor are both going to try and go for Captain Chocolat. Uh, so, that is a 13. Okay, now, because um, Home Street Advantage, that does not hit. Okay, Ooh. they try and... They try yeah, we mustn't forget that, actually. Yep, so... Yeah. Two extra. So <laughs> yeah. uh, similarly for Captain Javier, neither Victor okay. nor Javier are able to uh, gain ground in Harlot. However, it's time for Uniform and Whiskey to make their attacks. They're going to go after... Captain Uniform just cackling, like... <laughs> They're going to go after what they perceive to be the... Ripping a shirt open and screaming <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're going to go after uh, 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 after Captain Archibald. Uh, right. Oh, no. Archie. Okay, well, yeah, one of those was a ten. Uh, okay, but... Nope. Captain Uniform uh, with a dirty 20. Prick. Yeah, is oh, taking advantage it. of his entrenched position. He, I'm sorry, he's fully like um, ripping he, a shirt off. He is mostly. Like, he is heavily on, like, focused <laughs> yeah. on defending and like holding his beleaguered position, so he only does one point of damage to Captain Archer, Archibald. But I'm just it, imagining him standing like on a cart, like, yeah, screaming. Like, yeah, there's this yeah, shirtless orc, like musket, like yeah. <laughs> a musket <laughs> raised muscles. over his over his head. Somehow <laughs> not dead. <laughs> yeah, like, like everything around him has been hit, but nothing on oh, him. Oh no, no, he's taken a couple of flesh wounds, but yeah. he's still going. But like he thinks he's Neo in the Matrix. Yeah. Like he's like, bullets <laughs> can't get near me, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm seeing like a, a like a Mills and Boone's novel cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a proper bodice ripper, yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. He's okay. ripped his own bodice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing a bodice. Now that's been decided. Yes, that's yes he was. <laughs> okay. Um, He's much more interesting than he was. <laughs> to, the good news is, uh, 
quotation marks good, is that two of the artillery strikes are wasted um, because they were targeting Captain Egbert to try and... uh, uh, to try and sorry, Captain not Egg, but Captain uh, Je- Gregor uh, to try and gain that Gregor, beachhead no. in um, in Kelsey. Uh, so they smash into the space. Uh, so as part of the pincer movement that took poor Captain Gregor's life, uh, he also received multiple artillery bombardments. Uh, Sort of injury at that point. <laughs> yeah, I will roll for them actually just to see if they misfire. Because there is a chance. Both of them. Okay, well, they don't. Uh, because both of them misfire, dealing point <laughs> a point of damage to the artillery. Oh, I'm glad Perfect. you're getting ones as well. Good. <laughs> yeah, this is at least equal opportunities, bad luck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I have not put the max hit points of the artillery on, on this sheet. I need to check my other sheet. Uh, <laughs> how terribly embarrassing. Uh, these are down here nope no wow i'm gonna reload that okay artillery simplified forces okay they have they they have a total of eight hit points cool thank you uh so yeah i'm gonna say artillery unit one uh which sorry artillery unit p has uh, has taken damage thus far. Yes. Petrovich. That's Vig's assumed Two kinds of people Actually, went no, for Petrovich. Yeah, no, I went for poop. <laughs> General poop. General poop. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so uh, gen- you know what? Fuck it. Artillery commander. Poop. Uh, poop. Uh, it's spelled P O U P. Uh, it's a silly <laughs> uh, Artillery commander Boop uh, and Sierra uh, have both like that one of their cannons has exploded from a misfire uh, under the terrible oh, weather conditions. <laughs> um, the other two, however, are going to be firing on Captain uh, Arch. Uh, yeah, they were going to try and press the advantage they already had, so they're going to go for Captain Archport. Okay. Firing with disadvantage, uh, though. That is 13 doesn't hit because home nope. ground. Uh, 14? 14 just hits. Yeah. Just hits Captain Archibald. Okay. Uh, so Archibald's unit takes an additional uh, D4s. Uh, two points of damage from artillery barrage. Okay. Uh, You've learnt how to duck, but obviously not enough. Indeed. <laughs> Uh, finally, the eagles are coming. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So are you happy you got to say that just a little bit? Yeah. Uh, so the well, eagles happy you got to say are able to make. Basically, the eagles have a special. have air supremacy. They can strike anywhere on the map. Uh, because you don't have anti-air defences capable of, uh, uh, of getting them, uh, but they but they're limited in how often, uh, and they have uh, uh, and in their maximum firepower. So uh, this round, the Eagle Riders uh, are going to strike at, having already made my decision, Captain Archibald. Uh, so 
They do attack with disadvantage, though, because of the heavy winds and darkness. That's why I've written flying is hard. Yes. <laughs> I've been, my page has said flying is hard for this whole session. I had no idea why I'd written it down. <laughs> it's probably for the best that's the case, because that was the, one of those dice was a natural 20. Uh, the, uh, the other, however, uh, does a four, 14 hits Archibald. We've just established just, that. Yep. Yeah. That's a 15. Cool. Then they deal an additional two points of damage as uh, as bag loads of flechettes uh, and incendiaries are dropped from on high. Uh, you watch as me- uh, you watch men and women just like uh, slump down in the streets. And some others. And some others. Uh, you watch soldiers uh, slump to the my apologies. Uh, slumped to the ground uh, uh, as even even harder to see than usual. Uh, dart, essentially metal darts, just start pelting uh, from hundreds of feet up, straight down. Uh, okay. How big are those? Uh, they're I... not. They're not necessarily that far big. They're like four, like between four to six inches they're pretty straight just from very high up it would be really bad from high up yeah this is uh i'm glad i asked because i was picturing them massive and i got that wrong Mm, no these are i sent you a picture of uh of one yeah they they launched these in uh world war one experimentally uh it was more efficient for fighters of the time to just drop bombs uh, and so on, but in this pit time, in with the technology available, they don't have the same quality of bombs, but they absolutely can manufacture large amounts of just iron flechettes. Mm. Sharpened mm. iron flechettes. Also, imagine if high. you're on a creature, it's probably better to do things that are a bit less loud, really. Yeah, that yeah. is also a concern. Mm. So, yeah, this is their, their preferred uh, weapon. About a, uh, about a dozen eagles fly overhead, releasing their deadly loads. Mm. Um, <laughs> who knows? Maybe they do also shit while they're flying overhead. <laughs> but they definitely drop, uh, drop the ships. It would make sense. <laughs> Just adding insult to injury. Okay, that is the end of round one. It's... Not ah. looking great for the uh, uh, for for the defenders, but they're still fighting us. Archie's flagging a little, but they've got fight left in them. Okay, oh. pick your. Well, mine aren't doing too badly, actually. Mm. Uh, for now, I have a call because Lulu carries called Archie, so I'm just picturing them oh, just alone. Yeah. It's, it's not good. Oh no. Okay, pick Although, your. Although to be fair, they would not be here because they are a big old coward. Oh. <laughs> the best thing to play in Call of Cthulhu, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, they have no. There are no cowards in Call of Duty. They're only survivors. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's next? Uh, so next up, once again, everyone declare where you want to move your Ooh. units and who you, and uh, d- then decide who you want to engage. Um, my instinct is to move the dead eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's currently is there currently an unguarded beachhead going on yeah so yeah. so right now up in kelsey uh mm-hmm. the reclamation corps are fighting captain uh decayed who's the only who's the only one standing soon. and he's not doing yeah. that well i yeah. might put the dead eyes there okay Good and idea. i think leave everybody else where they are probably well Is we that... could like at the moment Frank ain't doing anyone any good. True. Um, we could move Archibald to where the Deados were, move Chocolat along, and move Frank into where Chocolat was. Yep. Okay. 
So that makes sense. Yeah, you okay. do like a chain yeah. of reinforcements. Say all of that again. Yeah. Because then I'll, I'll physically do it. Along. Right, Archibald uh, so, up next to Dickhead. Yeah. Uh, oh no, Archibald, swap, put Dead Eyes with Dickhead because okay. they're a good strong team and we need yeah. some there. But okay. move Archibald to where Dead Eyes were. Right, so Archibald back to Portland. So they can then support uh, both yeah. the breached beachheads. Got it. So uh, they and yeah, then they move Chocolat to replace them. Move Chocolat away. But where A was? Uh, where, I don't know yeah. where A was. I don't uh, have any memory. It's okay. Up uh, next to next to the goblins. Yeah. Next yeah, to the goblins, which are the bronze, bronze ones. ones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fun with. And then fun with move Frank to where they've just come from. Next to. Next the to the Sun Eaters. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And Archie's in Portland. And anyone else want to move anything? But when I say anyone else, I'm meaning obviously Sam. But <laughs> I don't know why I'm pretending like I don't yeah, know who I you are. I just moved some of so, Sam's um, units. So. <laughs> oh, true. No, I don't Chaining think so. If that's, like if that's the movement there. that has uh, happened, then yeah, Archibald I is think, where they need to be. I think that makes sense. I'm going to take a picture of that again so that you oh, folks Charles. can see it. Thank you. And I'll send so it to you now. covered on the beach again. Yeah. That's the main thing. Okay. Dear listeners, that's what we've done. Yeah. Yes. We've moved along to to make sure that we're covered on the beachheads. Uh, right. I'm going to report the enemy's movements now. So oh, no. they are going to do a similar shuffle, uh, but with some slightly different uh, intent. So they, de- I decided on their movements at the same time you did. Uh, so without without Fair. an assumption of what your movements would be in mind. Is that happening at the same time? Yeah, yeah. this is all simultaneous. Uh, Captain Victor. Captain Victor. Victor's boats abandon trying to get onto Harlot and instead move into a reserve position uh, next to uh, Upper Harlot, so that they're ready. So that if they're able to push, if they're able to take Upper Harlot. Um, they will they will be able to move in and reinforce. Yeah. Similarly, Tango is going to abandon trying to take Monk's docks and move up to where Victor was cool. uh, in in Harlot. So the whole the enemy front line has basically moved further along towards where the beachheads now are because Does they this want mean that Egbert and Egbert and are no longer able to shoot anyone uh they're unable to shoot anyone unle- uh, 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 unle- I'd say that because they are not they they are not able to fight anyone currently trying to board I'll say that they can try and shoot across to X-ray and Tango. Okay. Uh, because there's okay, no, there's sense. no there's there is functionally no obstruction. Cool. Uh, okay. So they're not complete. So they're not completely useless. But no one is trying to attack them either. That, okay. right. Actually, that's quite good. Yeah. Cool. Got it. And they've decided on their punch. Okay. All of the movements have now been conducted. Let's. Uh, I'm going to go in reverse order this time. So. Uh, uh, so regular militia, Egbert and Frank. Uh, So Egbert, as we said, Egbert and Frank actually have similar options on who they can target. Egbert can attack X-Ray or Tango, um, and Frank can attack X-Ray and Tango because they're uh, they're trying to uh, board, or they can fire on Uniform and Whiskey, who are in the next uh, quadrant. Mm. 
Who's looking how the most are, how, Yeah. Who's, how are Uniform and Whiskey looking? Because I'm a bit worried about that. Uh, I was trying to hit Uniform because he was injured. I uniform think, is so, the most yeah. injured of all of them. Tango has taken a couple of hits. Uh... The rest of the 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 rest of the red coats are annoyingly fine. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, damage, okay, I will. I Depends. Will fire on if you get the witches, if you got something like the witches tit over and just started firing on them <laughs> in the next <laughs> red naval round, mm, that might work. Then you can you can just provide artillery support of your own, but. <laughs> Uh, I've rolled a 19. Oh, yeah, nice. that definitely Uniform. hits. Uh, roll some damage. Well, that has gone into a pile of dice and is beautifully pointing, like, the point pointing upwards. So that is the most useless landing. I'm going to roll a different dice. That dice is now yeah. out of phase. Um, that is a three. Okay. okay. Uh, so, Captain, it's still a, pr- it's still a fair amount. Uh, no, no, don't just write three, Jason. <laughs> Um, Captain Uniform. Okay, well, the good news is you actually managed to quite seriously uh, strike Captain Uniform, shattering his col- his collarbone. He gets like he he puts his shirt back on and gets off his uh, <laughs> <laughs> and gets off his <laughs> off his barricade, having suddenly a little embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, feeling a little embarrassed under the circumstances, um, and also killing quite uh, uh, yeah, quite a few of his soldiers in the process. Um, the that uniform uh, as a unit has not broken yet, but they uh, but but that is uh, they have taken some damage. Uh, Captain Egbert, uh, we'll against... I'm Captain Tango. Captain Tango. Okay, has Captain Tango been tangoed? We oh, find out. that's a seventeen on the dice. So oh, yes. Yes. yes, Captain yes, Tango has been tangoed. Captain Tango has been egged. Oh, one. <laughs> been egged. Oh, one. Oh, oh. gosh. <laughs> These dice are not. Not happy today, are they? Oh, Captain Tango I think these is. Dice has... have felt neglected because I've not used them in a while. Okay, although Captain, although you do sink a couple of the boats from distance, uh, Captain Tango is apparently the regent is on his side. Uh, right, let's move upwards to the uh, the two Archer Bald, Beatrice, Chocolat, and Decayed. Okay. So Archibald, uh, I will say, because of their position in Portland, can ranged fire on uh, either of the reclamation uh, squads uh, uh, Yankee Captain Yankees that has the most injured or mm-hmm. on uniform or whiskey hmm I think possibly uh, uh, Archibald is going to go after um, uniform and see if they can't just put this one down okay <laughs> for, yeah, for good really handy, yeah, okay here we go uh, that is uh, nineteen. Oh yes, that hits. Roll yes. damage. Okay. Yes, Archie. More than one. Okay. More than four damage. Wait, oh, more than one. Archie, yes. Okay, Captain Uniform. A number of Cap- uh, Captain Uniforms uh, t- uh, regiment is now ragged. A handful of them are. Uh, they're just about holding together, but they've lost. Uh, a third of their men, the rest are looking like they're on the verge of routing. Okay. Then uh, I'm going to press the advantage with Captain Chocolat. Yep. And um, uh, go after uniform again. Okay. Okay, that is a 
22. Yep, you don't need to roll. In the process of, climb, of, of sheepishly climbing down off his barricade, Captain Chocolat personally manages to sneak Captain Uniform through the eye. Uh, as he uh, as he slumps to the ground, that's it. The spirit of his soldiers break, uh, and uniform and uh, uniform's unit collapses. Uh, I'm not going to take them off the board uh, because they will they get to return they get to to have fired as well because they fire at the yeah, same time because they fire at the same time. But, we'll take but them uniform off at the is. Yeah. I mean, I'll take them off. I'll just put them here and. Remind myself that they get to fight. They I mean, still up, get to up fight. Up to you. Yeah. you take off the end of so the they're, 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 yeah, uniform, uniform has fallen. Oh, amazing. <laughs> that fucking <laughs> This <time>. heroic figure. <laughs> then uh, Captain Beatrice, I think, who has the ability to fire on either Tango or Javier, correct? Yep. Tango or Javier. Right. Um, given that Tango is actually menacing that area as well, uh, I'll have them go after um, Tango. Natural 20. Yeah. Oh, okay, roll damage, please. Okay. In fact, uh, roll 2d6. 2d6. Fine. Yeah. I love Total that you've actually nine. put the bronze dice to the side, by the way. What was that? Hmm? Total of nine. Nine! Ooh. Okay, as Tank Captain Six Tango is in the process of finally managing to complete their boarding, um, the. Uh, uh, they. They, there's just a rare moment where they uh, where where they land. They're boarding like just on the border between Monk's docks and and, and Harlot. They uh, they get into position. Uh, all of their troops are on board, only uh, only to realise that they have, there is a perfect clear avenue between them and where Captain Beatrice's troops are lined up. Uh, three sets of shots, just like with perfect military efficiency. Uh, shots. Uh, Neil, shoot, uh, retreat. Neil, shoot, retreat. Neil, shoot, retreat. And Captain Tango's uh, forces are broken. The survivors dive into the water. Should I put him? Uh, the, History will remember oh, this God. as the Beatrice bitch slap. Yeah, hey. Captain Tango <laughs> has indeed been Tango. Or Beatrice. <laughs> I think it's. I think that's just Captain Decayed now. Excellent. Yes. Uh, okay. So Captain Decayed. For those Decade of you who don't is... speak French, um, in English that translates to dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Captain, Captain Decayed is going to attempt to press the previous advantage on Captain Yankee. Got it. Okay, that was an eleven. Okay, uh, eleven is not quite enough. They uh, they they struggle against uh, they struggle, but keeping back to preserve their own against the uh, arrival of the living dead, they are not able to press the advantage. Okay, uh, I think that's all the right. That is it, all of you. Okay, it's time for our special units. Okay, um, so I think how are how are um. This is Yankee and Zulu. Yankee doing. and Zulu. Uh, Yankee, they're still both of the, both have plenty of forces, but Yankee has taken some losses. Um, I think the Dead Eyes are gonna go for Captain Yankee. Okay. Because like, why not? I'm, and I'm gonna go for a dice that I just haven't used today. Okay. <laughs> because all of them are terrible, apparently. Mm. 
Ah, oh, that's really good. Um, it was nearly a three, but it bounced onto a 17. Um, yes. So that is a 23. Okay, roll damage. My god, I'm rolling damage for the first time today. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, this hasn't happened yet today. Five, that's really good. It oh. is. Uh, the... Uh, the dead eyes, knowing how the how these uh, uh, like the uh, how the um, neck re- uh, resurrectionist necklaces work, ignore the dead and just fire on the living commanders instead. The, yes. the reclamation sergeants, uh, and with precise shots, are able to take down quite a number. The uh, the living dead either just going still or executing their last orders, but without precise command and swiftly being lured into traps. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I mean, I think our little goblin friends mm-hmm. um, will probably go for Captain Wank- Wanker. I don't know what was the W. Whiskey. <laughs> Whiskey. Whiskey. Captain Wanker. Oh, no, it was Captain Wanker. I remember it was. last time. It was. We said this. Yeah, yes. it was Captain Wanker. Captain Wanker. Um, they're going to. We've forgotten all the names we have. It's yeah. really sad. They were really one. funny. Um, so, yeah, the, <laughs> the. The height of wit. Yes. Yeah, the, the goblins are going to do that. Okay. Another 17 on a different dice. Okay. Yes. Okay, so that is a, a 23. Yeah, again, that, that definitely hits Captain Vanka. Yeah. Um, how do... D6, I addition. believe. Yes. Four. I think it's... D- I'm just going to That's a six. Yeah, it's a D6 <laughs> for everyone except the demons. It's cool. a six. Okay. Murder! <laughs> uh, Vanka has not taken any damage now, but we're taking okay. advantage of the fall of uniform. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the goblins are able to steer around, uh, are able to move and catch them in a pincer movement, uh, cutting their uh, Vanka's forces in half uh, between those who've already landed and those still landing, and massacre those still in the boats. Or we're just breaking the boats enough that they're unable to land. Vanka's force is literally cut in half and is now struggling to fight on their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, sun Eaters. The Sun Eaters, um, I guess they're going to go for Lieutenant Javier because he's the only one nearby. Yeah. So let's do that. Can With they, they another different happen? dice because I'm just not relying on any of them at this point. Mm. Uh, <laughs> no, because the Sun Eaters are melee only. That's their special Oh, they're problem. melee only. They yeah. can't support. Yeah. yeah. Um, that is... Rubbish. Um, that's a twelve. <laughs> okay, twelve. Uh, that is not enough I didn't think uh, so, to get Captain Vanka. So they, uh, sorry, Captain Javier. Uh, they make their attacks, but Javier remains strong. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, enemy attacks. I'm just gonna race through these uh, quick as I can. Uh, so yeah, don't forget these two. Yeah, they're off. That's true. They are still. They are still a consideration. So. Uh, I'm going to start with the artillery this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no. Having already, uh, actually, the artillery. No, artillery go last because uh, because I definitely pre-decided all of their attacks. Okay. Yeah. Um, so reclamation call first. Uh, they don't attack with disadvantage. I just rolled both of those. So they are going. Uh, <laughs> really good. Oh, one of them is really good. Both of them are really good. Uh, so, Captain Decade's uh, day may have come. Uh, so, the f- uh, so one of Captain Yankee's uh, forces uh, 
uh, focus them from one side and indeed in a manner that has been starting to become very familiar they become outmaneuvered uh, by Captain Zulu uh, who uh, and between them Captain Zulu rolled a, 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 20, a natural 20 but fortunately for you on the 2d6 rolled snake eyes are able to deal a total of four damage to Captain Decade's unit. So, Decade moves quickly. He's a slippery fellow. Um, and <laughs> is able, and although he gets trapped, is able to pull out of that tight space uh, before uh, before he's completely cut off. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Dicks. Um... I hope you're all enjoying this at home, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Presumably, Captain Decade is still around. Uh, is still around. It's not been totaled yet. Uh, yes. If yeah. um, still hanging uh, in there. If the, the total of uh, damage uh, the, uh, he's taken is six, he's still up. Yeah. Cool. Oh no, the total damage he took was four. Four. No, I mean like he had two from a previous round. Oh right. So oh, okay. Cool. Taken is six. That's fine then. Uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, the uh, right. Let's remember that Uniform existed. Uh, alas, poor Uniform. Captain Uniform uh, would have attacked... Uh, uh, Captain Uniform... Yeah, I decided how they could do this. Right, Captain Uniform was going to attack the... Um, the Goblins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Captain... With, with a natural 16 Oof. plus things, so I'm pretty sure. I mean, there is here 17. So, Captain yeah. Vanker was going after the uh, after Chocolat. Uh, ooh, mind you, though, uh, 14 against uh, Chocolat. Uh, 14 against Chocolat? That will just hit. Okay, both hit then. So uh, the goblins took two points of damage okay, from doable. Captain uh, Uniform's uh, last stand. They're still in double figures. So. Uh, however, Captain Chocolat takes five. Captain Vanker does not fuck around. Hello. It's kind of in the name. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking around and now he's about to find out. <laughs> Captain Vanker very much stays at home. In fact, it it's, it's, it's not much opportunity to fuck around. Um... <laughs> Spends a lot of time, you know, disciplining his own unit. Well, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why they're so, they're so firm in the face of terror. Um, anyway, Captain Chocolat has he been, has been, uh, has been dick slapped for five points of damage yep. uh, <laughs> in a brutal series of uh, alley Trust. fights. What? Um... <laughs> Captain Tango uh, and X-Ray uh, and Javier both uh, elected to attack uh, Captain Frank's unit, though, uh, to concentrate their forces. Uh, oh, <coughs> Tango managed to do some damage before he was absolutely slaughtered uh, by Captain Beatrice's uh, unit, but Captain uh, Javier has been less successful. Nevertheless, Frank does take a point of damage. Okay, Frank is just about still up. <laughs> Good. Uh, and now for the uh, bombardments. The artillery strikes uh, go two against the goblins, two against Captain Chocolat. Uh, okay, so goblin. Yeah, with disadvantage. Goblins, 13? Um, no, 17. Cool. And yeah, no, 
Uh, oh, second against the goblins didn't work either. Nope, mm-hmm. that die is gone forever. We're back to using the bronze die. No! <laughs> oh, it's got the devil in it. Those were <laughs> both cocked. Definitely both cocked, yeah. Uh, okay, so that was... Cocks the second. So neither shots hit the goblins. Uh, and... Bloody hell, another cannon explodes. Okay, the artillery were not terribly effective. Uh, Is that that bronze dice first one? Uh, no, it's first one. It feels like it's the first one it's ever rolled to me. Uh, (laughs) Similarly ineffective this time are the uh, uh, aerial assaults on Captain Chocolat. Captain Chocolat hugs the the walls uh, of the streets and avoids being utterly gutted from above. Okay. We're into the movement phase um, uh, again of round three. This is our last round before we head back to see what the ships are up to. Uh, so, oh, I'll take a picture both so that you si- know who's yes. gone. Give so me a minute. Both you. sides oh, yeah. have there lost uh, have lost two units at this point, which is about text. I, I think your forces start pretty even in numbers, so yeah. that's about even in terms of what you want to do. Okay, uh, I am going to say that I'm going to give you this. Uh, this is freebie uh, in terms of mo- actually no, no, you decide. You decide where you think is going to be most useful. I've decided where they're going to move. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think for anything but staying where where my lot are is helpful to be honest um, is there any way that it would be more helpful to have the sun eaters because I think the other the sun eaters are most useful in melee yes so you may so I will say that it may be to your advantage to move them in to swap them out with someone in upper harlot where the oh, beachhead already is I have a suggestion yeah maybe yeah. Um, if you move um Captain Chocolat back to Portland with Archibald and then move the Sun Eaters to where Chocolat was. That might be a good they idea. Can, um, they can yeah. deal with whiskey or banker. Um, and then who's looking better, Beatrice or Egbert? How badly injured is Beatrice? Beatrice is uninjured. Okay, move Beatrice up to replace the Sun Eaters. Yep. Okay. That's a really good idea. Happy with that. So that it's not completely undefended. Um, yeah, I don't want to leave it totally. Just in case Javier decides to pop back. Also, would I be right in thinking that from Portland, both Archibald and Chocolat can um, support at range both yes. the uh, yeah both the uh, two adjacent? Yeah, ports. yeah. Portland is a great place would to hold. Would it be worth moving one of them though into the North Village just in case anyone tries to have a little go on that undefended beach? Uh, so the it, one thing I... that's worth noting is that if anyone tries to get in, so it's not necessarily clear in that thing, but I have previously stated, uh, north, uh, so Kelsey, just below the North Village, is as not far along that beachhead they can get and not be in range of the battery. Yeah, so they, the they, they, they the cannot village, land in North Village without being attacked by the battery. Cool, so they yeah. probably won't. Yeah. Probably yeah. won't. So yeah, let's let's do that. Move our sun eaters into melee. Have done. 
Um, I'm going to take a picture again and just tell me if you want anything uh, different. Hold off. Oh, sorry, yeah, do. And then and then take one more when I've moved. I'll take one more when you've moved yours as well, but just in case people want um, any changes. No, if call, I can unlock my phone, which I've apparently forgotten how to do, so... <laughs> okay. And I'll take another one in a sec when Jason's moved people. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, so oh, Captain... That looks good for now. Is that your movement done? That is my movement done. So Captain Victor's uh, moves in to fill the space left by Captain Uniform to reinforce the beachhead, uh, while Captain Javier uh, Javier's boats move along to try uh, to be ready to fill in whatever opportunities are created in the beachhead mm-hmm. uh, for them to advance. They're, they're fully committing to that side, which does have the effect that while um, while Frank and Beatrice can keep attacking in from uh, Harlot into uh, the next one along, Captain Egbert at this moment is neither assault is neither assailed uh, nor capable of attacking anyone else. Yeah, Egbert's also like super fucking injured, don't he? Yeah, not as bad as Frank. <laughs> lol. <laughs> Troll lol for Frank. Uh, well, if Frank's still alive next time, maybe we move him. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, having done the movement, uh, we're gonna st- uh, let's let's make our way. Uh, we did route that way before, so this time we're gonna start with uh, Sun Eaters and Co. Start with the shinies. Yeah. yeah. We're calling um, them the shinies because the counters are the shiny ones. Mm. Um, if you're curious, always. Oh, yeah. um, so. Um, so I guess let's Sun- start with the Sun Eaters, and they're going to go for Wanker. Mm-hmm. Do they get an, they get a thing in melee? Yes, they so they, they can attack advantage? with advantage. Cool. In melee, that's the, uh, under these conditions where it's like su- like the 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 sun has, when the sun has been eaten. If they're in melee, they get advantage. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh, it's literally their they time get to shine. Advantage. I've got to say that's um, only a seventeen. That's enough to damage Vanka. Woo woo. Okay. Excellent. Uh, they do a d. There's less of them. Oh, they do a d4, d4 of they damage. Do, yeah. yeah. They got really well, high it was attack. Well, a shit d6 roll. Yeah. So you know. They're, they're really high attack, but there's only like yeah. a few dozen of them. Yeah. Two. Two. Cool. Captain Vanka is being cut down bit by bit, uh, but is has not yet lost his vigor. Okay. Um. And the. Trying to work out what to do with the goblins. Um, they can pretty much only get. They can only get Vanka or Victor. Um, and Vanka's more injured. I mean, I guess they could attack across the. Uh, like they could try firing across it. Nah, nah. Uh, Yankee or Zulu. Uh, Vanka is the most injured. Yes. I'm gonna go. Victor is coming again. Um. So that is a fifteen. Fifteen is just enough. Ooh. Oh yes, yeah, decent for them. That's a four. Okay, that is enough. Uh, reminder to myself that Vanka will get a last stand, uh, but Vanka <laughs> is Vanka's last stand <laughs> indeed. Last stand. Uh, uh, under the uh, as uh, as groups of the experienced street fighters. Uh, clamber their way up to the rooftops and fire down from above, taking advantage of that home advan- 
of that home terrain, uh, they are able to down enough of Vanka's soldiers that they sap his spirit. Uh, Captain Vanka himself. Oh. Ouch. Uh, Captain Vanka himself. Uh, 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 himself is uh, speared. Uh, through uh, through the uh, through the chest by a bullet. Uh, I wonder where he's going to get speared for a second. Yeah, flops, oh, I was Yeah, falls to the ground limp uh, and unable to. Well done. Continue. Rendered <laughs> impotent. Yeah, he's rendered, <laughs> and his forces are rendered impotent and flee. Flee placidly into the night. <laughs> okay, Captain Vanker is no more. I think that leaves Sorry, the dead eyes. really sensible all day today. It's just a <laughs> I think that leaves the dead eyes. Um, the dead eyes are going to of Yankee and Zulu, who's more injured. It's Yankee's Yankee, much more it? injured. I'm going to go for Yankee then. Yeah. Um, Although even they are still technically above half a it's just about. Oof. God, I'm hit you know what my favourite number on a dice today is, don't you? It's a two. <laughs> oh no! Uh, what is? Uh, mind you, what is, what is the actual result for that? Uh, nine. Okay, no, no, it's not. Uh, so the uh, no, they're 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 in a bit of a stalemate this time as the as the uh, remaining uh, as the reclamation sergeants move to put their their undead in front of them as shields, uh, wise to these sniping attacks. That moves us on to uh, the rifles. So, uh, Decayed is still at the front lines in uh, Upper Harlot. Not in Upper Harlot, in uh, in Kelsey, right at the top. I think Uh, think I'm going to start with um, mm. uh, Archibald and Chocolat supporting from Portland. So, um, having seen uh, Vanka go down, uh, they've... They can both hit uh, Yankee from where they are, in theory, right? Yes. Okay, they'll both go for uh, him then. Okay. Okay, uh, first one for Archie. Uh, that is a 17. That hits. More damage. For three damage. Okay. Okay, and for Chocolat. That is a dirty 20. Nice. nice. Roll again. And that is six damage. Okay, that is actually enough. Uh, getting Fighting the Reclamation Corps is a slog. Uh, there are... There's a have, lot of hit points. They have so many uh, undead to build them up, but through sheer persistence and focusing fire uh, from at range... Uh, Archibald and uh, Chocolat are able to whittle their numbers down enough that only a s- scattered bands of uh, of leaderless undead remain uh, before they are, and they are easy enough to mop up. Some just wander back into the sea by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so bye. the candle, which is just death. <laughs> Uh, okay, that brings. Uh, I think you've done Archibald, Archibald and Chocolat. Yeah, so, so. Um, Beatrice mm-hmm. from uh, their current location is going to support the, the neighbouring ward and go after Victor. Okay. So here we go. Oh no, that's a natural one. Yeah, sure. Okay, oh, no. the. 
there's a mix-up of commands and a small handful of Beatrice's uh, shoulders. Uh, soldiers are mistaken for the enemy uh, and caught in crossfire. The damage to morale is greater than the damage to uh, to themselves, but they still lose a hit point. Okay. Yeah, to their numbers. Alright, and that leaves uh, Captain Decade, who... Um... Under the circumstances, it's kind of impressive how much he survived. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, is going to round on Zulu, then. Sure. Okay, that's another dirty 20. Ooh, yay! Nice. Okay. Five damage. Nice. nice. You start. You start chipping away, but there are the cat Zulu. Up to this point, has largely There's been. So many of them. Uh, yes, is Zulu still Why is what's he over here? Oh, did I pick Zulu up instead of Yankee? I think maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did. Wrong one. Wrong one. Come back go. in. Yes, Zulu is still in the fight. Yeah. Uh, very much still in the fight. Uh, hordes of uh, hordes of zombies and skeletons fall, but there are more to replace them. Okay, uh, which brings us to Egbert and Frank. Uh, Egbert can't do a lot. <laughs> Egbert's uh, gonna just have a smoke and a drink and a little an bit egg. sit down and catch the breath. An yeah. egg. They're gonna have a hard-boiled egg. They're gonna have a hard-boiled egg. Curry justice and a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frank is going to fire on Victor. I'm pretty sure that's pretty yep. much all they can get. Mm-hmm. Where they are. Oh, 13 plus 4, so 17. Okay, nicely done. Roll damage. Uh, oh, it's a six! Yay! Yes. Ooh, okay, it's a it's a very effective attack against uh, Captain Victor. A similar sort of splitting in half and sundering. Although they aren't utterly able to destroy half of Victor's uh, unit, they a quarter does a quarter is uh, does fall, and it sh- uh, visibly shakes the rest of them as they uh, uh, as they try to reinforce their position. Uh, that is everyone. So, let's do some counterattacks. Uh, on the enemy's side, then, uh, this time I, I I am going to start with the artillery strikes. So, uh, against two, get two against two, uh, one two against the other. A uh, couple of strikes are going to go against the dead eyes first. Uh, that is 14. Um, 17 is the AC, oh. because land and like home advantage. Uh, 20 nice. for the second one. Yes, that hits. Uh, so the dead eyes do take only a point of Okay, they're, they're actually like, pretty okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they're able to hold yeah. uh, pretty well. Uh, Captain Decayed, however... Uh, is fine, because once again... The artillery Ooh. are cursed and keep blowing themselves <laughs> up. <laughs> the, like artillery, the artillery have dealt themselves <laughs> more damage than they have dealt the enemy at this point. It's actually just so fucking windy it's that they can't astonishingly fucking do anything. windy. It's pitch black. <laughs> yeah. They are like... They're just shooting they're each other. they keeping their powder dry. Yeah, it's a hard time for these gunners. Like on a on a bright day de- on a bright less windy day they would be utterly devastating, but today nope. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, uh, the that makes it time for uh, for everybody else to attack. So Yankee, um, so yeah, Yankee uh, and Zulu would have made their attacks. Uh, Yankee would have complete. Yeah, Yankee <laughs> failed. And they dropped dead. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, they 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 were too busy being destroyed to make any real damage. Take any real damage to the dead eyes. Uh, however, uh, Zulu's Luz, Zulu's forces were much more effective uh, against Captain Decade, uh, and were able to deal three points of damage uh, uh, oh, by carefully mm-hmm. cutting them uh, the them off and uh, deca- uh, uh, and downing their forces. How's Captain Decade doing? Uh, if, uh, if that's three, then yeah, no, Captain Decade has fallen. Okay, they are able to cut. They're able to cut the head off this serpent. The dick um, falls. And yes, alas, this is one dick that will fall. Um, okay, uh, because I was, I knew he's going to focus there. I'm also going to uh, bring in the air assault. Uh, uh-huh. Happens to that side as well, uh, and that is a. F- but it's only a fourteen against the um, against these uh, the dead eyes. Nah. So the dead eyes with their superior seals are able to take cover and avoid the worst of the aerial assault this round. Uh, that <laughs> I'm gonna say, for given how uh, how nasty these things were for the party, the the giant eagle uh, air, mm. air assaults have not been as effective as I hoped they would it be. It is so fucking windy. Yeah, it is <laughs> so fucking like that. Dis- <laughs> Honestly, that either the wind or the like sunny thing would have been enough to give them disadvantage. Yeah, like their main advantage is just that they can strike. Anywhere on the battlefield, yeah, but uh, without it's worrying about positioning, right it's just now. very hard for them to like their shot. Like their their salvos are going wide, like literally, just they're spraying too wide. They're not striking where they want them to hit. It's a it's it's hard to keep uh, in the. It's even hard to keep in the air. Uh, all right, so Vanka and Victor both made their their own attacks. Uh, they would have focused uh, just on the goblins because fucking demons. Yeah, no, there might be less of them, but they're not. Uh, but but these things are mortal. Um, so, well, yeah, Victor wasn't terribly effective, but Vanka's last stand uh, got uh, got <laughs> some traction at least. Uh, with a 19 and 5 points of damage to the goblins. goblins. Okay, they are now in single figures and like like, I don't know why I'm just saying they're in single like they're at 5 like it's some way into single figures. Yeah, we're starting to see like they're they're taking serious time to pull them back. Yeah, Yeah. they took serious uh, losses in uh, Vanka's last stand uh, but Mm. there's uh, but they're still holding together just about. Yeah. That is everyone who can fight uh, and I think that is the end of round three yeah it is so uh, in, with the, leaving the land battle as it is the camera pans, oh, no. the camera the pans out and away to the sea okay Ooh. so uh, just a quick reminder there's four warships currently next to the battery in the mm-hmm. process of well battering it 
uh, if they are uh, uh, battering it and the battery itself is not doing well, the witch's tit is still close enough uh, to uh, to get involved and, f- and attack them. Uh, but it is currently without other support and pretty heftily outgunned. The uh, integrity and... Oh, now I've got Hamilton. I know, me too. I wanted to ask if it was also outmanned, outnumbered, and outplanned. Uh, Right now, it's kind of looking like it is. Yeah, 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 it is. Um, The... uh, The kiting situation is continuing with the integrity and... uh, 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 over on the uh, over about ha- just under uh, just about half a mile away from the uh, from the battery with the Kraken's Bane and associated ships uh, continuing to kite them away I'm going to say that uh, so we do this kind of a round by uh, round by round the individual ships are collectively able to move so any group of ships moves about as fast as the slowest ship mm-hmm. uh, in that group. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to quickly give for the sake of, grab this for the sake of my own reference because I've got the handy thing here. Uh, but broadly speaking, over these sort of three minute turns, the fourth rates um, and fifth rates like uh, have a decided. They have a speed advantage of about a mm-hmm. hundred, about sort of three hundred feet per per turn, as it were, over the um, over the integrity and its groups. But the integrity is still going to be able to move twelve hundred feet, like in, over these three minutes. Okay. Um, I'm going to describe what the enemy are doing mm-hmm. uh, in terms of their movement. You can choose how to adapt to this because. What they're doing is based on what the situation they're seeing. The four ships near the battery are staying, are at this point, thinking about how this battle has gone. So they are now up to date with the present. No, they're going to try and con- they're going to try and finish this off. Uh, so they are staying broadly where they are, mm-hmm. near the battery and the witch's tit. Uh, although they're more focused on finishing off the battery than necessarily chasing down the witch's tips. Yeah. The integrity and so on, seeing the enemy getting close enough to start being a, being a concern in this fight... Yeah, because the rest of the Scarlet Winds are ...have just arrived, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. are going to move towards the battery. So they're going to start moving in on the rest of how the battle. How can they see them? How, like, how far away are they? Uh, so just a, they're about half a mile away they're about half a mile away like the horizon is eight miles away mm-hmm. uh, night halves dark, your vision though. like for the purposes of this so they know they're cu- they knew they were coming cool. they they were just dealing with what at the time was a more urgent threat mm. right okay uh, what I'm going to say is that the scarlet winds are more than capable of like keeping pace with the integrity and catching up a little bit as are the Kraken's Bane and so on because they're just faster um, but only the uh, but a reminder of what your rangers are at the moment mm. right now because your rangers are halved 
you can for those of you with uh, with those of you with fifth rates like the Kraken's Bane and, uh, and the Witch's mm-hmm. Tit yeah uh, you only have one attack it's a broadside attack and your range is 3,000 feet or half a mile yeah for your maximum for your disadvantage attack mm-hmm. and uh, confused because of massive gales cool got you yep right yep makes sense and 750 feet for short range like no disadvantage attacks uh so the kraken's bane baller and the and baller and so on have have had been kiting the uh integrity just about just over the Kraken's Bane a fourth rate because I have all the, the Kraken's Bane is fifth rate okay yeah. oh Corson's gone Corson's yeah. got the fifth uh, Corson's got the Kraken's yes, Bane just Corson um, they've been kiting just outside the Integrity's maximum range mm. of 1500 feet because the Integrity and all the enemy ships have been had their range quartered because Eternal sense. Night yeah. and also Heavy Winds uh, so what that uh, so you are able so basically you're able to keep pace with the integrity with that group and get close enough for, and gain on them but only the kraken's bane is fast enough to be able to get within 750 feet of them and deliver a full salvo on the integrity or its two transport escorts which you may or may not want to do, because that will definitely put you in range of the Integrity's yeah. own attacks. Um, I was going to say, given the amount of damage the Integrity has taken, looking at them through the um, <laughs> through the spyglass that uh, hmm. Corson would have, would a full broadside from us put them down? The... Okay. From the Kraken's Bane itself... Uh, on its own, the Kraken's Bane on its own. If every hit landed, you would need two full salvos from the Kraken's Bane to drop it. Yeah, How okay. if uh, the fourth rates? Uh, it's worth noting are uh, have diff- slightly different ranges. They've got two attacks, which mm-hmm. is going to be beca- which is very relevant. Uh, the fourth, specifically the fourth rate ships of the line so this is the scarlet winds okay right so the merchant ships they they also have just like a single attack same range the scarlet winds have the same like long range attack but if they can get to short range uh if they can get close enough in this case 1600 feet with disadvantage i mean not all of them are fourth rate uh there's one fifth rate though the no regrets the no regrets yeah uh but the yeah if you can get all of the fourth rates close enough they can launch full broadsides and they attack at the same rate as the as the ships of the lions have been with like like stupid damage if they hit so it's it's very much a game of it's basically a huge naval game of chicken yeah if you get really close you're easier to hit but you can unlike but but you can unload your full force yeah. And also, when it comes to the Kraken's Bane, we've also got all those ships firing on the battery to think about. Yep. Yeah. Which we could also yeah. hit. Yeah. I, I don't know which is the best thing to do. I'm just saying things I think out loud. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're yeah. absolutely right. I um, think. Yeah. With regards to the other ships that are with the Kraken's Bane, yep. the, um, the merchant ships. That'll be yeah, the. The Trigger. Yep. And... The Baller and the Wilma. Yeah. The Baller and the Wilma, okay. 
if we um, sail a, um, a a course through the uh, the middle between the ships that are attacking the uh, the battery and where the integrity is currently, mm-hmm. do we have the uh, the range to hit either? Hmm. Well, you can get. Sorry, I'm just quickly mapping this. Uh, He's got his little ruler out. Yeah. You could try and get them. Let's see, if you were able to get to there is about where you'd be able to get to. So from there, uh, you would be within long range. You could get between. You could definitely get into long range of both, like okay. three thousand, like you know, three thousand we feet. This way. If you went, uh, well, because of where you are, it's actually slightly easier to go that way. Uh, if you want okay. to get between the two. But if you're gonna try and get oh, this is the integrity zone. Now I've Sorry, got my I've got my ships mixed up. Yeah. Ignore me. That was so if you, but if you wanted to get into a position where you were like like between the two or closest, damn it, you're catching up to the integrity. So it's hard for you to get in between them both um, yeah. on this round. What you could do though is get close enough to be. You can definitely get close enough that you are within long range of both sets of ships you could get closer to uh but not quite into short range with the with the integrity and so on as well right it just depends on how close you want to get because you can you have enough maneuverability to get close enough to fire on the integrity aquila and all the rest at long range without them being able to fire back because mm-hmm. you have right. that range advantage from the night. Mm. Okay. From the divide sun. Looking at this, I have it's a suggestion here, folks. Though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. If we can move the uh, the Kraken Spain into range of the Aquila and the other ships attacking the battery, mm-hmm. we can fire at long range with all of our ships um, that are following with the, uh, the Kraken Spain on them. Yeah. Including the witch's tit that gives them something else to shoot at. Um, in the meantime, the integrity and the ships that are supporting that still have to chase us, and we have the um, the Scarlet Winds coming down, who will who will be able to hit the integrity, maybe. In a, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if they are in range to hit the integrity, they are likely to do much more damage than we are. Whereas if we can um, harass the uh, the ships that are attacking the battery, we can either um, draw some of them off or um, throw them into slight disarray because we, we need to give the battery a bit more support. I think I agree with you. I'm quite worried about the battery. I'm mm. terrified for the battery. Well, so, yeah. Yeah. If the battery can... Um, uh, well, the battery's in short range with these ships now, so yeah. if, they, if they get a shot off, they're likely to hit. Yeah, exactly. They're what we have to do off. is Even we have to... if we take them out, they get yeah. their shots. I think yeah. the battery's falling no matter what this turn. Mm, I, I think we've got to give it a last crack to see if we can get another oh, yeah, turn out Oh, yeah, we've got to try and take them all out. Yeah. yeah. We've got to take them all out on the off chance it doesn't, but I think we need to be prepared for the fact that the battery probably is going down this turn. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. they do damage even if they get below, well below its AC. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we've. I think we need to give it a go to try and limit that. Yeah, no, we've got to try. Yeah, in terms yeah. of the ships that are attacking the uh, the battery, what are they looking like in terms of the, the damage they've The Demise is taken? badly hurt. The others are not Yeah, the Demise is barely afloat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might have one hit point. <laughs> the No Regrets... Okay. Oh, no, that's back here, sorry. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, no regrets. Uh, it's miles away. Yeah, the witch's tit is uh, kind of your choice whether the witch's tit is at short range with um, the. I mean, the witch's tit is actually fine on hit points. It's got um, for the full nine yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Uh, I think we should send it off to the Akira, then. with a single hit. That's worth knowing. Ah, uh, yeah. We should have them hit the ones that are hitting the mastery then. Yeah. I believe the witch's tit is, from memory, is basically lurking in short range for the witch's tit, but yeah. outside the short range for the yeah, basically. for the fourth race. Yes. I think it's kind of got to stay there and hit things, though, especially because it's the one ship that can come back up. Yes, agreed. Yeah. You'd, you'd take slightly more risks with it if you knew yeah. that, wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 Not that it's still not risky to a lot of people, but, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Entirely. From a strategic point of view, it makes the most sense. Yeah. Um, so, we're suggesting that we move the Kraken's Bane and that whole load of ships. Yeah. Um, in between the. Well, no, the closest, damn it, to in between the integrity and. Yeah, yes. They're going to yes. start moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not able going to be able to get in between this turn, but they're starting to get closer to do that. They yeah. want to get as close to that group as possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, and they're keeping just out of range of the integrity. So I'm going to save you. Like I'm kind of going to save you a decision. The Scarlet Winds advance further into the field. Like, I mean, they're going to go for the integrity as, as soon as they can. Yeah. The question yeah. to make is: Do you want the? Is the No Regrets going to like try and peel ahead, or is it going to stay in convoy with the rest Ooh. of the Scarlet Winds? Is it worth it peeling ahead? What do we think, folks? Um, What's the, like, it won't gain be, a lot of speed compared to the others, but it will like it. Will they be able to make an attack this round? Any of them? Uh, all of them will be able to make an attack at disadvantage, disadvantage against uh, the Integrity El- and its two transport escorts, the Elk and the Filbert. I mean, should we just leave them together because they're a bit stronger? And yeah, yeah. Or, or is it? Is I mean, it, what was that? Is it worth having a target? Do we want? To give them a target that is yeah, the brutally. Oh. If the um, if the no regrets can um, outpace the uh, the force rates, yeah, it's worth noting the... that the no regrets has already taken some damage. Uh, not the no regrets. The witch's tit will have taken. Oh, some I'm damage. sorry. I've got I've written it on the wrong one. The witch's tit has taken some damage. I'm wrong. Sorry. Okay. The witch's tit is no on five out of nine. Okay. Cool. Okay. Point being, though, is if the the no regrets is leading that flotilla of um, yeah. uh, scarlet winds, if they get hit by the um, the integrity or its support ships, then that those ships have sh- um, uh, shot their round for that um, uh, f- uh, for that moment. Whereas then the force rates that we have can engage at their leisure. Okay. No regrets. Port is pulling ahead then of the rest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not close enough to. Pre- it's not quite close enough to present an alternative target yet, but it will gain with each round. It might be. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> this being... Uh, so yeah, snap a picture of that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, photo for you, folks. Okay. I know it's slightly harder Thank to see with the ships, but... I am going to declare my... I'm going to declare uh, who's shooting on who, by the way, at this point. So declare. the Integrity, Elk and Filbert are not close enough to hit anyone. Uh, at long range because their range is quartered the four that are uh, the four ships on the battery uh, want to get this done the 
Beatrix, uh, the sorry, is the sorry the Beta, uh, the Chancer, and the Demise, all focus fire on the battery. The Aquila is going to play cat and mouse with the Witch's tit. So it's not able to get close enough to do a full broadside against the Witch's tit because the Witch's tit is kiting it a little bit. Uh, but it is able to still launch a partial attack against it. The Witch's tit, because it is kiting, is close enough to attack with its own broadside yeah. uh, at basically full force. Cool. So they are, so it's it's kind of staying, it's staying within that sort of um, seven hundred and fifty foot range where it can just about keep, it can just about uh, hit the Aquila with its without disadvantage. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so pick thy targets, everybody. Okay. Um, can we start with one of the ones that does lower damage on the demise? Because if we can just do one hit point, I think that might be enough to do it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, where just is so the demise? So the demise, the Aquila, and so on are, are so the demise. So these three ships, the uh, Beta, Ch- Chancer, and Demise, are all okay. basically camped right Shall next the, to the coastal fort. Should we have the Witch's Tit try and hit the demise? Yeah. Don't forget that the no. coastal What's fort the itself can also attack. Uh, the Witch's Tit does. Um, one, two, or three, depending on how much it hits. So the Baller and the Wilma both can only do two maximum. Okay. So they can hit, with, they can get one damage. In True, actually, maybe enough. we should have the Baller yeah. and the Wilma do that. Okay, yeah. they're attacking. These ships have yep. the same number of hit points as the our counter. Yep. Yeah, fuck it. They are attacking, they're attacking at uh, long range, so attack, so yeah. roll with disadvantage. Uh, right. Baller or Wilma, whichever you want oh, first. Oh, not great. Um, that's a 12 for the baller. Okay, so that is a 12. I mean, uh, baller needs to get, needs to meet the AC to do any damage, uh, which yeah. it does so. not. It fires, but the, but the, can it, although a couple of shots Wilma, strike, they bounce. Even worse. Wilma gets an 11. Okay. Ugh. They, they shoot their loads, but are not quite able to finish it off. <laughs> I was trying so hard not to say that with regards to the other ship. Why are you like this? We, we got here with Captain Banker, that's why. Captain Banker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we were here well before that today. <laughs> we were. Yeah. There he is. Okay, um, so Wilmer and Baller have gone, but you still have other options, uh, including yeah. the Coastal Fortress. Uh, shall we... Coastal Fortress? Do we get to shoot with that? Yes, yeah, yes. the battery gets yeah. three shots oh, around. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um... I mean, what next, folks? Uh, are there any other fourth rates left that can on your side that can fire? Let's do this by let's do this by by help, rate actually, like we did yeah. before. So we've done uh, fourth okay. rates thus far. Got so the I've got the rest of them that are the Scarlet Winds. Okay, Scarlet Winds can take attacks partial uh, can take partial broadsides with disadvantage against Integrity, Elk, and Filbert. I think it's worth doing. Yeah, do it. Okay, let's go for the integrity because yep. cool. fuck them. Yeah, that's the big problem. Yeah, because uh, so first one. No, I, 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 I know the integrity's AC. That's a twelve. So okay. not enough. Um, I'm gonna swap out those dice because they're not they're not playing. Hmm. Um, so that was that was the battle list. I'm just gonna go down the list. The Hesperidia. 
or has a better chance that's oh disadvantage that is still a 22 yes nice oh 22 okay i mean that is yeah that is definitely three hit four hit three hit points of damage nice uh, against the integrity there so the hesperidia that you can hear the distant cry of uh of captain why is my mind blank? Briggs, uh, mm. uh, calling it. Ready, round, fire! And I am so glad the Hesperidia is currently doing well, um, because I had a sort of <laughs> middle of the night realization the other day that if the Hesperidia goes down, I have to tell Leah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I just I had oh, this no. like lightning bolt of horror, like Leah, that where I was like, oh god, no. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, the lantern's gonna do the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh no, god. Okay, it doesn't hit, but that is that is a seven, not a one. Okay, well, uh, Captain Shen. So, yeah, Captain yeah, Shen, you well. fires, but uh, uh, but the it's Ooh. too far away to land for sure. Effectively. Uh, okay, so that's all the fourth rates. Fifth rates, apart from Kraken's Bane and Coastal Fort. Okay, um, so that's me, yeah? Yep. Um, so yeah. the witch's tit um, is going to go for whichever one is most injured of the ones that are left. Why okay. would you put so the much emphasis on tit? <laughs> uh, sure, so that is going to be the... Uh, that will be the demise. The demise is gone, isn't it? No. No, you weren't oh, able to, you weren't able to hit the demise. I'll do the demise. Is it worth me doing the demise, do we think? Yeah, Try and get it down. Yeah, cool. yeah. sorry, I'm just going to adjust where it, with the position of the witch's tit so that it's staying there. Just adjust yeah. the tit. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say that's close Give enough it that it's wiggle. able to get that shot with, without disadvantage. Yeah, so I'm going to do that. Um, oh, that's quite good actually. Um, that is a 21. Yes. Okay, that is enough with the uh, uh, with a uh, cacophonous thunder from its cannon uh it is able to crack the hull of the well-named demise yes, uh, and the ship why would you call your ship the demise well the implication is someone else's demise yeah it just yeah, feels like something fate so. yeah. uh but the demise uh does begin like, like to widow me or the wreck no you know yes. like the we demise begins... no regrets if you're talking about tempting fate yeah true yeah. very true <laughs> does begin to sink beneath the waves if it sinks we got to get the sun regret yeah. <laughs> we did <laughs> that's why we did it just so we can have the sun regrets yeah. oh. <laughs> okay uh, i think it is the no regrets is the next it is one, the no yes. regrets um so the no regrets is in a pretty good position for the integrity yeah oh uh, yeah yeah um with yeah, yeah. A, with disadvantage or... With disadvantage. Cool. Making sure I'm keeping track. Um, oh shit! One of those was amazing, and the other one was terrible. Um, so that is a ten. Uh, okay, a ten is not high enough to do any damage. Sadly, to not the no. integrity. Yeah. The um, ship is still well named. And the other one I have in play is the trigger. Okay. Um, where's that? Is uh, that the in the trigger pile with is the in the bane? pile with the Kraken's um, bane. So think... it can attack uh, either, yeah, either group of enemy ships with with disadvantage. I think it's going to go for the ones attacking the fort. Cool. Agreed. Yeah. Um, At this point, the, the one that has taken, taken slightly most, most da- like slightly more damage the, than uh, the Aquila, uh, than the Aquila of the Chancer, is the Beta. 
I'm going to go for that okay. one then. So, with disadvantage, yeah? Yep. I think Chance has taken nothing. Keela's taken one. Okay, um, taken that three is absolutely shit. That's another ten. So. Okay, not enough to do any damage. Yeah. Alright, that brings no. us... Uh, that I'm going to say the... It's time for... Uh, that brings us to the Kraken's Bane and the Coastal Fortress, actually. Okay, so I'll do the Kraken's Bane first. Yeah. Uh, that will be firing against the beta, then. Okay, that is a 12. Ooh, against the beta, with, from the Kraken's Bane, that well, is... firing with disadvantage, right? With disadvantage. Yeah, 12. That is enough to do a single point of damage, because it's two okay, points I'll below their points. Uh, their, 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 their uh, so, the, uh, so it's a glancing shot, but the, uh, but it is able to splinter the hull of it. Uh, okay, so the coastal fort has mm-hmm. three attacks. Yep. Um, I'm gonna take the uh, the first one against the beta as well. Okay. And they're not rolling with uh, uh, with disadvantage. So. Oh no, that's a one. Mm, okay, cannon. A uh, cannon explodes, uh, and uh, in fact, the previous cannon that exploded, uh, the they're still getting the uh, the fires under control, especially with the uh, with the blasts uh, and with the with the recent collapse, mm. a whole side of the uh, battery has just caught in flames now. So deal yourself a point of damage. Okay, one sec. Unfortunately, uh, Apple Blossom's Halfling Luck does not apply to the entire fortress. <laughs> That's a shame. Like, we just need we to hire really do with that right now. Okay, so Let's second attack, also on the beta. Entirely staff it with Halflings. <laughs> if it was a pure like, Halfling <laughs> fucking luck, you little shit. Then <laughs> 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 maybe, yeah. Okay, that we that's did a lot better. We did dent the Halfling a, population uh, by attacking that gang. <laughs> that is a 23. Uh, that definitely does hit. Uh, so against the beta, so the battery, da- like that's plus four, eight. yeah, that's over four, eight, uh, four or more. Yeah. Two hit points of damage to the beta then. Uh, okay. Returning fire is effective. And I, I think we've got to wail on this one until it goes okay. down. So, last yeah, attack, I agree. also on the beta. Yeah, and these are without... Yeah, these are straight attacks, no disadvantage. Okay, that's an 18. Uh, nice. That uh, does hit, and I think that is... Yeah, plus four, so it does two more points of damage. Uh, okay. The beta is taking a beating from repeated uh, return fire. However, down. it's time for what may what is p- potentially the uh, the, the coastal fortress's really last stand. Yeah. So to begin with, uh, I'll actually do the Keelers return fire on the witch's tit, mm-hmm. uh, which is able to do. It is able to fire with disadvantage. Yeah, just just close enough to. Um, to, do, to try a disadvantage full broadside uh, because of it, in order for you to be close enough to have hit the demise like that. Okay, disadvantage full broadside uh, is a 10. How, what's the hit points of the... It's 14 is the hit points of the uh, Witch's Tit, isn't it? Um, yes. Yes, and the Witch's Tit... No, it's I AC had, even. Oh, AC is 14, yeah. Okay. 
So that makes it a 10, which is minus 4 of the AC. Okay, it takes a single hit point of damage uh, as it does launch a full broadside, but only a couple of the the cannonballs successfully hit. However, the Beta, the, uh, the Chancer, and the Demise, before its demise, all turn their focus on the uh, coastal fort. So they are fighting AC-20, mm-hmm. uh, but, I mean, one of them got a 22, one of them got a 19, so, and these are at full, so 20, so... Yeah, we're down. Three. Yeah, that's it. That's easily able. I think that's a good eight hit points of damage. So with a thunderous retort, even as the even as the demise breaks apart these uh, uh, the crew diving for the lifeboats uh, and putting them out, you you watch from the Kraken's Bane as with a slow sort of sag, the interior of the battery crumbles. That might be over, mightn't it? The fat lady has not sung yet. No. There's still things are still still potentially on the ropes, but that br- does bring us into round two of the ship's combat because the integrity and so on can't fire on anyone yet. Okay, I'm going to describe. I'm going to again going to give you a bit of an advantage by describing what the enemy are doing first. So then, so you can so, so you can react to their movements. But the battery's down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which means that their priority is to try and move into position to start supporting the attack. The demise has it has met its demise, but the beta and the chancer are both going to move into position to unleash uh, it hugging the coastline close enough to potentially launch full broadsides against the defending forces um the although actually is that the most appropriate thing no the integrity is flagging okay they're going to split their forces change of plan the the beta is going to move up close to try and uh, and support the land forces now that it's safe, the Aquila and the Chancer and the Chancer are both going to move up uh, and work on supporting the integrity. They're going to form up into a single fleet. Uh, to escort it out now just thinking for a moment that that risks that that does create some risks because they're going they're not gonna change a plan they're not gonna go completely into a bulk because that just means that since you outrange them all you need to do is encircle them and they're fucked instead the keeler is going to try and catch up to the is going to try and see if it can basically uh catch up keep in range to attack the witch's tit uh-huh. and keep firing on it on it because it's all uh, so depending on what the witch's tit does the Achilles is going to move the chancer 
is going to start moving towards the Kraken's Bane uh, and others uh, and its assorted crew. Mm-hmm. The integrity is going to shed the filbert and continue moving towards the the fight in progress. It's going to keep trying to give itself some range, whereas the filbert now is going to start moving towards the Kraken's Bane and support. It's potentially sacrificing one of its transports to give it some okay. uh, some edge. They know that the although they're lo- they they may well be losing uh, risk losing the naval battle. They know that if they can get the integrity t- to the land battle, the f- they they they'll win. Mm-hmm. Like right. it's got so much firepower. Um, Would you like a picture before we decide what yes. to do, folks? Yeah, give everyone a picture. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of stuff was just said. Yeah. Yep. So, what it looks like from a, from sort of Marjorie's eye view is the beta moves round and starts firing on the land, as the Aquila and Chancer split off to respectively chase the witch's tit or engage the flotilla with the Kraken's bane. Uh, the Elk and the Integrity continue their slow movement towards where the battery was, <laughs> while the Filbert runs is going to divert off and chase the Kraken's Bane uh, and, well, less the Kraken's Bane and more the vulnerable merchant ships around it. Yeah. Right, okay. How close can the Scarlet Winds get to the Integrity? Yeah, on this the, round? that's a question, question on my lips. That is, the, yeah. that is a good question. So, I'm I, gonna do I these... think we've got to go for the Integrity now at yeah. this point. Yeah. Okay, like, so... Like, as many as possible to get to there okay so i'm gonna move as if they're just continuing on the integrity for the sake of demonstrating this so the no regrets can get close can get close enough to uh was already close enough to be in in short range i'm gonna say that this round the no regrets disadvantage last time sorry huh no regrets rolled at disadvantage. Yeah, sorry. It was, yeah. yeah, it's still at disadvantage so last it's time. Not short, it, it wasn't short range. It wasn't short range. I'm just no. trying to see if it can get to short range this round. Uh, it is not quite able to get to short range, um, but it is gaining on the uh, on the integrity and so on. Uh, it is also... The Scarlet Winds are slowly gaining on the integrity, but not as much as the No Regrets is. But can they get shot in? Uh, all of them can get shots with disadvantage. Yeah. The No Regrets, in its sacrificial f- purpose, however, because it's just under 1,500 feet closer, uh, is within range to potentially be sniped by the uh, integrity or elk. Yeah. Um, okay. that are is- they clo- so the disadvantage is that a partial broadside rather than a full broadside? partial yeah 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 okay, just uh yeah so that disadvantage the fourth rates would need to get to 1600 feet if the if they were as close as the no regrets is they'd be able to do full at, yeah. at disadvantage uh but the no regrets is just a faster ship because it's smaller. yeah it's I mean, they'll get as close as they can. Not um, I mean, is the plan to move the Scarlet Winds as close as possible to the Integrity? 
Uh, at yeah, least close so. enough they can uh, fire on it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think. Yeah, they continue. Can, can you move them? Because yeah, I've moved the them now. Okay, you've so moved they, them. So they have. Uh, uh, so, uh, I, I'd move them back if you changed your mind. Cool. But basically, they are continuing their chase. Continuing to go in. So um, the question what to do is what does the witch's tit want to do? Because the Aquila is now bearing down on it. And what does the flotilla around the Kraken's Bane want um, to do? My instinct with the witch's tit is to move it slightly further round close to the Aquila with a mind to eventually getting to the beta. How does everybody else feel? I think yeah. we need to head for the beta. Yeah, head for yeah. the beta. The, the more we can hurry those ships now. Take it out. Yeah. What was that? Danger. The Aquila might just take it out though if we stay within its range. I mean, we're going to be... We, we can't really get out of range you of everyone with the You can't completely get team. out of the Aquila's range. Yeah. Um, but if you... Let's, let's head for the... Yeah. Yeah, I think we've got to head for the beta. Okay. Like, we're, we're in range regardless as far as I yeah. can tell. Yeah. So, yeah. So the Witch's Tit is going to move round close enough can it get a shot in on the beta? Oh, it can definitely get a shot in on the beta. I'm just checking whether you are in close range or not. That is seven. Base to base, that is just close enough to attack to continue attacking the beta normally with, with without disadvantage. Cool. Uh, the Aquila, as I said, is following the witch's tit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this does bring it close. The witch's tit is faster, but it. It was it's sacrificing a little bit of speed to make that curve. Yep. So I'm going to say the Aquila is still in range to make a full broadside with disadvantage. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah. What about the Kraken's Bane and all those? Like, what do we want to do with them? I think, given where they are now, uh, it's most important that we move them to try and create a bulwark between the integrity and the river mouse where they can get up I th- I think I agree yeah yeah we can try that for if sure. we can pincer them with the rest of the uh, the scarlet winds they're meant to me anyway but so it's round. more the um, yeah yeah the, the uh, ships by the remains of the battery all right yeah you want to you want to just get them in you want to try and get them in between the integrity and where the the rest of the yeah in between the integrity yeah. and the land yeah basically yeah okay i want to move these right this is gonna because the charger is coming up to them i'm gonna say you can start doing that it is 100 percent gonna bring all of them into short range into like everybody's short range with the charger. Okay. Because the charger is on an intercept course. How are we feeling? What do we think? It won't put you in I short think... range with the integrity, but it's gonna put you in short range with the charger. I'm kind of Attack the charger this round. Isn't that the Attack the charger this round. The integrity still has disadvantage um, to hit any. Yes, of but if the range. integrity gets anywhere this round with fogs, like see, I yeah. think we I think we have to go for the integrity and take the risk. Yeah. with the charger because okay. like seriously if the integrity gets another round of movement in it might end the fucking land battle yeah exactly <laughs> like I think we've got a gun all the way for the integrity going down I will say okay. that it will take the integrity will take two rounds to reach the land battle I was going to say Still, looking at where it, it is it might take us two rounds to get it, it down but, it, but yeah that's the thing we might if not you, have two yeah, rounds if you keep going <laughs> this will get this will put you on, on, on the cut off course yeah okay uh, right everyone's going after the go. You are met by the charger as you begin sweeping round. Mortified. The f- Chancer. Was it not called the Chancer? Sorry, the Chancer. The Chancer. Uh, the ch- appropriately. Uh, is all the movement done now? That is now all the movement. Okay, I'm sending another picture, folks. 
Thank you. Okay. It's getting a little complicated in this thing. But yeah, you are basically just full on, basically, essentially trying to ram through the chancer. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's I mean, do this. Genuinely, if it comes across our, our, our bow, can we? Um, I mean, you can. I'll treat it as a broadside <laughs> for right. the purposes of damage and attacks what and so mean? on. Because you don't have special rams, but. <laughs> Okay. If you had a lightning prowl, yeah. then you could. Then I would let you do a ram attack. <laughs> but, um, but those are pretty rare. Uh, and because I forgot to include it, uh, the integrity does not have a, right, a lightning prowl. We but it wasn't the original draft for this battle. We might yeah. legit lose yeah. the fleet here, might we? Yeah. Yeah. Like all of them. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Um. Okay, so you are... F- so yeah, let's go through this uh, ship class by ship class. I'm going with this order. The battery has fallen, so Kraken's bane. You are, okay. to give you perspective on ships you are close enough to, uh, you are in close range with the Chancer. You are in just about still in long range with the filbert uh the integrity and the and the keeler and just just on the edge of your long range is the beta okay yeah i think we have to go up to the uh, integrity i think we have to it might take us two rounds with everyone to get rid of it <laughs> okay you're gonna attack the integrity yep so that's long range long range Okay, that is an eleven. That is not enough to do uh, to to do any damage to the integrity. You, the Kraken's Bane fires its shots, but it strikes against the well-defended hull, and, uh, uh, and despite the damage it's already taken, it's not enough to break uh, uh, to, uh, to break the ship or its spirit. Okay, let's move on to our fourth rates. Uh, so. We'll go with uh, so all of the uh, let's do the merchant ships first. Merchant ships, same situation as the Kraken's Bane. You're in sh- long range with everyone, and you're in short range with the Chancer. So fourth rate merchant Can ships. Can just say who the the Scarlet Winds? Who are they in range of? Is it just uh, the glue so glue Scarlet Winds are in long range of Aquila. Uh, everybody except the beta, basically. Okay, so they can hit other people. That's yeah. good to know. Okay, let's start with the ball of a disadvantage, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, because you're all attack. You're you're focusing fire on the integrity. Got it. Yeah. Unless you want to do this in reverse order and start with the with the scarlet winds. Yeah, just because okay. they can do a bit more damage. Let's see what we can do there. Okay, yeah. go for it. They can actually hit. So, that's a disadvantage. Huh, they've rolled double threes. Oh, so nothing. Okay. For the uh, Basilisk. Basilisk is doing great. They're having a lovely time. I'm going to try some different dice. <laughs> oh, this one's made of stone. I don't think I've ever rolled this. Um, Hesperidia at disadvantage. Rolled very poorly. Double sixes. Mm. So, still nothing. Still not enough. Only a twelve. <sighs> and finally, the lantern Come has on. rolled a one. Shen, you, 
Okay, Shenyu uh, has a critical misfire uh, and manages to strike. Roll a, D f- roll a D3 for me, please. Actually, roll me a D4, uh, Robbie. Uh, that's a one. Strikes the no regrets for a single point of damage. Because it is like in between them and Hilariously, the Hilariously, that's the first damage the no regrets has taken, and it's friendly fire. Oh, so. no. There are some regrets on the lantern's part. <laughs> um, okay, uh, having smashed up the uh, uh, smashed up the whole of the regret- no regrets. Uh, okay, merchant ships, baller and trigger. Trigger is fifth, right? Oh, sorry. Baller and um, Wilma. Wilma. So the only one that's in close range is the Chancellor, isn't it? Yep. Right, they're not going to do enough damage to take down the Chancellor, even if they get critical hits. So mm-hmm. I'm going to just disadvantage against the integrity. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's the one that rolls fucking 19s and 20s on the bloody dice. So that's 25 to hit the bloody integrity. Okay. I mean, that is full three artismen, so that is 25. Two hit points yes. of damage to the integrity. Excellent. Uh, the integrity... Why was it not one of the others? The integrity is... So much honestly, you hear, like, as it strikes it, you see in the distance huge cr- a, hu- a couple of huge cracks forming that's taking on water. It's honestly... Barely holding together. The integrity's uh, integrity is almost broken. We might have okay. a small chance if we can get rid of it. Very oh, no. small, but we might. Yeah, right. One more of those from the Wilma. Uh, one of those is... Oh, bloody hell. One of those is an 18 and the other's a 17. Ooh. So that, that is a 23. Yes! Is the tiny merchant ship going to take down the integrity? Because that's amazing. That is so far, I think Wilma has done more damage to itself than anything else. So, <laughs> um, so this is... It got two ones last game. Oh, okay, no. so Captain Stark of the Wilma. Uh, finish it. Oh my god, the Wilma. <laughs> it's such a weird ship to do that. this. <laughs> It's done nothing but misfire, so I think they're going to be like the trying ship. to work out why it misfires so, and accidentally fires. Uh, so, so the <laughs> ship is on fire, it's blast hold itself, and as they're trying to just desperately get some of the cannons working, there is a, a like, they, they accident, like, they... It, uh, like, they, shoots they, the integrity with a misfire. They call out, uh, they call out, test fire! Someone hears, they hear fire, they launch <laughs> on all of them, it strikes the crack that's already forming... Uh, and with a splintering, the HMS, Sorry. the HMS integrity starts to break apart on the water. Um, you watch the chaos and uh, the chaos of the uh, of this flagship falling as the the birds still on the deck take flight, uh, not heading for the battlefield, but getting to shore, uh, f- uh, making for the safety of the Fort Beatrix instead, flying over land, uh, over the water and away. Uh, it is a slow process watching the integrity uh, fall. It does not, you know, as it breaks apart, its sections float, and there is a frenzied but orderly effort 
as the lifeboats are lowered and you and Corzin, you see through your spyglass um, clutch a, like uh, one arm bound up in an impromptu sling a monobrowed ca- uh, Commodore Black Tusk uh, hurriedly ushering forces onto the lifeboats uh, before joining them mm. however the integrity is no more well, he's not swimming home. Oh, that helps a bit, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah. But we've got to um, uh, keep up the um, uh, the sail here. The battle is not yet over, indeed. Oh, it's very much not. Uh, the okay, so they this... still get a shot. Yeah, they they do indeed still get some shots on. Uh, so the of course we've done their attacks. Haven't yep. We? Uh, but so we'll see what what happened with them uh, before that goes. The uh, I think the witch's tit and the no regrets can still go. Oh, there's yeah, still the fifth rate. Witch's tit, no regrets, and trigger yep. still to go. Um, so the witch's tit, I think, will go for the one beginning with B. That's the name beta. I've forgotten. The beta. Take down the beta. Yeah. Take it down. Okay. Um, is that? Yep, you're able to stay close enough for a regular shot. Cool, so we're going to do that. Oh, God, nine. Mm. The witch's tip fires a few shots in desperate hope of making it, but not quite able to. Definitely not. Uh, Okay, no regrets and trigger. No regrets is close enough to fire, still with disadvantage, on Elk or Filbert. Uh, And actually, disadvantage on, I think, everyone. Technically, yeah, it can just hit the beta. Is it worth trying to get rid of the beta? What yeah. do you think? Should yeah. we do that? Yeah, yeah. that's They're the one that's... The um... disadvantage. You might as well go oh, for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the longest yeah. of the long shots. Why not? Yeah. If we can sink that, we can actually cut the others off. Okay, that is... Um, maths. 13. Uh, 13. Ooh, okay, does the trigger, the trigger hit... Okay, that is that is less than. Oh, that's not the trigger. That's the um... the oh, no regret. That's the no fine. Regret. No regret. That's the important one. Yeah. It does a point of damage. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It's not enough to sink the beta, but it does a point of damage. Yeah. Uh, even like because it because that was just under its AC. Yeah. Um, what so, about the trigger? What can that hit? Uh, the trigger. Let me just see if can the trigger. Yeah, the trigger is also able to long-range everything except the Chancer, which is very, very short-range. Shall I go for the beta? Yeah. Just try and, like, save our land forces a bit. Yeah. I don't think we're going to be able to take it down this round, but, yeah. That's true, but we've got to try. (laughs) Oh, we're not going to take anything down this round, but, yeah, no, go for it. Um, God. Threes. All threes. That's a nine. Ooh. Okay. Threes. Twos and threes today. No, I not able to do it. So let's do the return fires from their side. The integrity... Um, so because of the wording we used in this, the integrity is was only close enough to return fire on one ship, uh-huh. which was the No Regrets. Yeah. Uh, which it did at range with its partial broadside with disadvantage. So let's roll for that. Okay, 12, which is no. two, uh, two mm-hmm. under its AC. Mm-hmm. 
so it does. It did two hit points of damage. That is actually doable with where we are no with the regrets. Uh, so even if, back a bit though. yeah, even as it, as it was sinking. I mean, the witch's tits has less, mate. Yeah. I know, but at this point, we're not cutting off the integrity. At this point, we might want to pull out of their short ranges. Yeah, true. Uh, the yeah, this bit being what it is, out the, of their range entirely if we can. The equally though, we might want to get in the way of them hurting the land forces. The, yeah. yeah. That, that is, oh, yeah. I think, the uh, the main goal now because there's no more support yeah. from the battery. Yeah. Um, this having been done, the yeah, the no, the, the the integrity begins breaking apart. Uh, okay, the elk will also do a disadvantage fire on the uh, uh, on the no regrets because it's again close enough. No, no. It just, no. it just doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah the, no. the, the transport is not able to effectively return fire. No regrets. Uh, no regrets, indeed. <laughs> no regrets. Uh, no regrets. Okay, so... Uh, of the merchant ships, which one has taken the most damage? Um, I mean, the trigger's actually at full. Does that include the baller and the wilma? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so the Wilma's taken the most out of those two. Cool. And the Kraken's Bane hasn't significantly taken any damage. Hasn't taken anything. Cool. The Filbert is going to attack the Wilma then, with disadvantage. Uh, and that was so dis- such disadvantage. It No. <laughs> no. The Wilma is fine. Or is it? Because the Chancer also is going to attack without disadvantage the Wilma. So there's, so in this moment, the Wilma fires the lucky shot, sm- breaks the uh, the uh, the integrity, which starts uh, 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 as it's making its final salvo against the No Regrets. The integrity starts breaking apart in time for the Chancer to pull up right next to the Wilma uh, and try to launch its fire. So 14. That is the AC. The Wilma takes four points of damage. Wait, no, zero. Yeah, it is It is uh, four, uh, straight up four points of, da- of damage from the broadside. Oof. Ouch. Is it still fl- afloat? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, mean, I say it's taken the most damage. It's taken two hit points of damage from itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wilma. Uh... Fair enough. So it's now about half. <laughs> okay. okay. It's still... Exactly it did... It, the shots fire. Uh, many of them bounce off or rebound, but it does... I just want to protect the Wilma attacks. now. I'm so sad. It's, it's yeah. going to go down and it's going to be so sad. Aww. Alas for the revenge shot against the Wilma. Um, okay. The Wilma... Uh, that is the Chancer. The Aquila conti- has continued to chase the Witch's tit and does a disadvantage full broadside against it. Ooh. Okay, that's a 16. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's it. Done, it? it might be done. Yep, that is six points of damage oh, to the witch's down. tit. Yep, goodbye. Uh, as it launches it. We did at least establish a flotation device for the puzzle. Yes, yes we did. <laughs> there are, however, a series of shots. A series of shots smash through the tit. Um, and it begins to break. Uh, and it does start breaking, uh, shattering, and breaking apart. Uh, crew members dive or scramble for the lifeboats um where the uh, as parts of the of the tit break away they start they start beginning to melt 
it's not like obviously like turning into splashes of water but they do visibly begin to lose their integrity as the ship is all like ice wood rather than that. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. begins to uh, to shatter there the, the sun may be gone and the heat and the heat is draining from the battlefield but there is still you know we're not getting frozen temperatures yeah mm. um but yes the witches the witch's tit has fallen. Out of the running. It's yeah. out of the running. Uh, it will take some time for it to reform. Oh, it's, it's out of the battle. But yeah. yes, uh, you do yeah. notice there is basically like, I think it was like a ring of cork yeah. around this puzzle yeah. box. And we discussed yeah. like, yeah. whomever yeah. was in charge would be like, instructed to go get it as soon yeah. as they could. Yeah. And we'll... yeah. There's so many cannons. Like if we could find the cannons at the bottom of the... Ugh. That is so many cannons that we've just sent to the bottom of the ocean, isn't it? Indeed. Uh, uh. The, I will note that as ships are breaking apart, including on the enemy side, not all of them go completely to the bottom of the ocean. Many ships break apart. Some are too damaged to go and need to be and need to be abandoned. There is a chance that some ships may or may not be able them. to be salvaged, yeah. depending if we on. Live. Yeah, but a I'm... telekinesis spell is going to be really handy for moving cannons. Oh, really yeah, of course. Is, actually, isn't it? Uh, I am out. Press the rotation for hours. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to keep the. But we're keeping a track of which ships have fallen or not. Uh, okay, that's the Keeler, Philbert, Chancer, and the Beta turns and fires on the land battle. Uh. And to find out the full effects of the Beta. We're going to actually we're going to switch over to the land battle, run two rounds of that, and see what happens. And the beta will be involved in the second round, but that is for after these, no doubt, important messages. This is today's weather forecast, issued by the New Old Mark Met Office on the twenty-second of Falling Leaves. Tonight's forecast. Dark. Continuing dark, turning to partially light at the behest of the great snake god Apophis. Hail Apophis. And welcome back. So, rewinding time one round, we're focusing back in on the uh, on the land battle. So. Uh, I'm gonna yeah under the circumstances uh, they're already all in at this point and they're gonna just have to keep uh, to a degree they have to keep committing uh, the okay Captain Javier uh, is going to make landing next to Captain Zulu uh, on the very edge of Kelsey that at this point all three remaining well both remaining red coat units and the remaining reclamation core unit are trying to carve out what they can of this beachhead uh where do you want to so just a reminder uh land situation hasn't changed since last time you've got uh goblins and dead eyes holding down upper uh, upper Harlot, now just against uh, Captain Victor. The Dead Eyes are holding Kelsey, now against uh, Javier and Zulu. Mm -hmm. um, with uh, a, uh, with 
what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Archibald, there we go. Yeah, I was going to say, well, Archibald and, Sha- and Chocolate are back in Portland firing from a range to support both wards. Yep. Uh, everybody else, so Frank, Edgar, and Beatrice are. Egbert. Egbert uh, <laughs> are on the edge. Egbert's still amongst docks. Frank egg. and Beatrice are in heart. <laughs> uh, did we want to pull the goblins back? Um, how are they doing? They have five hit points right now. Okay. It might be worth pulling them back and moving in either Frank or Beatrice and then moving Egbert up. Yeah, I mean, the goblins can still do range, actually. Mm. So it might, it might be worth pulling them back from the front. Um, Is so... there space for them in Portland? Or uh, Portland's they... currently full. It's got both... But we could move either Archie or Chocolat into the middle of the ocean. That yeah, could we swap them for one? Or... Yes. Yeah. Which who's less damaged of Archie and Chocolat? Uh, absolutely equal, actually. Oh, okay, well let's go for Archie then. Let's swap the uh, okay. Dead Eyes and Archie. Okay. Um, not swapping them. Yeah. Not swapping them for the Dead Eyes because we want to move. We need to move someone into North Village so we can move the goblins. Into okay, I'm confused. Sorry. So the so Archie, uh, so as it was, Archie's were facing. It was North Village. It's Kelsey, but like Archie was Archie and Chocolate were both in Portland. Right now, it's two against one in Kelsey, Zulu, and Javier against uh, the Dead Eyes. Yeah, uh, they need someone right, to support. My picture's them. out of date. Oh, let me let me oh, retake your sorry. picture. Let's cool, cool. Give it, let's give you a picture. Yeah, that's why. I'm looking at an old picture. Give yeah. me a minute. Um, I wonder if I took a picture at the end of the last round. I might not have done. I don't think we did. All right, hang on. Give me a moment. Sorry, my phone. That's all right. That's why I'm confused. This is just intelligence coming in. It it's is. Fine. There are spies. <laughs> They're talking to each other. Oh, it's all very exciting. It's I'm definitely not. A, that's really blurry. So I'm going to do that brilliant. again. Hang on. Chocolat supporting from Portland and the front lines now are Archie Archie and the uh, and the Dead Eyes and Beatrix and the Sun Eaters. Yeah. Archie and the Dead Eyes is a really good band. I was just yeah. thinking yeah. that. 
Okay, let's... Uh... Hello, Glasgow. We are Archie and the Dead Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like... I would go to that concert. <laughs> okay, decisions made from my part about who's attacking who. Um, are you moving anyone, or should I've I send moved, another photo? I've moved them now. Okay, I'm so. going to send an up-to-date picture now. Okay. Um, That's the picture noise. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's like the dial-up sound. <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Let's. Uh, so let's go through through these on the attacks. Let's. Uh, let's start with Frankie and Egbert. I mean, they're gonna do what they do because there's only one person. There's only one person they can attack. Yep. So they're going for Victor. So Frankie. Has rolled badly. Uh, that is a. <laughs> Sorry, you just had a no, click. My headphones just like flew off me. That's uh, a Fourteen is not quite enough to hit. <laughs> and the other one, Eggbot. Oh, has rolled an eighteen. That is enough to hit. Roll damage. Um. Four. <laughs> Eggbot uh, provides some honestly kind of impressive support. All things being considered, uh, uh, for, uh, cutting up, uh, uh, properly just laying into Victor's forces from the side. Uh, the vitamin D, they're ready. Uh, they're able to, uh, with, powered by eggs, uh, <laughs> they are able to, uh, to to make a decisive blow. All right, that brings us to. Um, uh, a, B, and C. Uh, what do you, what do you, Archibald, Beatrice, and Chocolat want to do? Okay, so of Javier and Zulu, um, uh, is Zulu the more ragged-looking one, and not just because they're undead? Uh, yeah, Zulu is. Zulu has taken some damage. Um, they're 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 similar in in number at this point due to the losses okay. they've already taken. Uh, Javier so has taken more damage, but they started with more hit points. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I'm going to have Archie go after um, Zulu then. Okay. So this will be... Alright, that is a dirty 20. Yeah, that hits nice. all damage. Nice. Five points of damage. Okay, they can do, uh, they make make pretty he- hefty dent in those skeletal forces. Uh, okay, Beatrice pretty much yeah can choose can choose between the three targets because they. I think Victor makes the most sense okay. currently because that's who they're going up against. Yeah. Although it's worth remembering the sun eaters on my. That is uh, twenty three. Hits roll damage. Six damage. Okay, Whoa. they are able to take out uh, Victor. Fit. Fantastic. Uh, which does so, have the slight side effect problem of yeah, leaving the Sun Eaters limited in your yeah, attack. Yeah, it's a bit of a fucker. Um, you, if you want to change, if you want to change your choice, uh, I'll let you keep that roll. If you want to try it. Well, if I can transfer that six damage to um, uh, the uh, the reclamation core, then sure. Uh, Captain Zulu. Yeah, sure, right. That would have hit either way. So yeah, they yeah. Uh, they capitalise on the damage to Zulu already and are able to uh, deal uh, and are able to uh, 
trap their forces in yet another pincer. Uh, things are not looking good for the Zulus. Uh, okay. Um, I, I think then supporting them from Portland, um, uh, Chocolat will see if uh, they can finish them off. Okay. Okay, that is... Oh, that's a 12 total. Yeah. That is not in quite enough to to do damage. The Zulu, Captain Zulu's forces still stay hanging in. All right, we're on to our okay. named on to our named units. Okay. Um, I mean, the dead eyes. Yeah. Um, so Zulu is like nearly. Yeah, Zulu is most injured. Cool. I'm gonna go for Zulu with the dead eyes. Oh god, that's real bad. That's a nine. Not enough, unfortunately. There's Definitely not. The the same the same encirclement uh, that has been so damaging to the uh, to uh, the, uh, to Captain Zulu uh, prevents the dead eyes from getting clean shots. In. I suppose I will do the same um, with our goblins. Okay. Oh, that's really good. Um, so that is. Like a, oh, got twenty four. Okay, well damaged. Yeah. Nice. Two. <laughs> that is enough to take uh, to eliminate the remaining uh, members of the reclamation corps. Good. Yes. A great threat has been purged for now, at least. Okay. Uh, that leaves the uh, sun eaters. Okay, I mean they're going to go for Victor because yeah, they the are who, they can like, who are nearby. Um, Mess them up. <laughs> oh, it's with advantage, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Melee. Um. Okay, that is a dirty twenty. Yep, that hits real damage. Uh, so it's D four for them. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find a D four that I'm not mad at, and it's really hard today. <laughs> this one. <laughs> Two. That is enough to do it. Um, Victor's gone. Seizing, their advant- uh, seizing on the advantage, they dive in on Victor to wipe them out. Okay, and that is everyone. Okay, um, what's the current state hit points look uh, like? How how damaged looking are Archibald, um, Dead Eyes, uh, uh, Beatrice, and Sun Eaters looking? Respectively, because okay. I don't have a clear vision of that right now. And Beatrice has taken one damage. Yep. Archibald has taken five. Yeah. Dead eyes and sun eaters. Um, I'm really sorry, but I can't remember how many they had max, so I'm just going to tell you the number. Just tell me twelve. Twelve. Cool. For dead have. eyes. Uh, for both of them. So, um, the dead eyes have eleven. Cool. That's fine. All right. Uh, so knowing what they had planned, then let's just do the focus fire. Uh, one, two, one, two. They are going to dry, just try and, and minimise their forces there. So one, given how much of an absolute uh, piss up they've been in terms of attacks thus far, <laughs> let's let's see whether the cannons just destroy themselves this round or not. We <laughs> uh, can only hope. That one's cocked. Okay, so no, uh, that's a twelve against Archibald, Archibald, which is not enough to hit. Nope. Uh, that, however, is enough. That's a dirty twenty. 
So Archibald takes four points of damage. Okay, that is enough. Um, Archibald is out. Uh, Archibald okay. is out. Under yeah. heavy artillery fire, Archibald uh, crumbles. Ceremonially taking it off the map. Yeah. Uh, and similarly, uh, okay. Well, the can one of the cannons blows themselves up again. There's a lot of ones coming from the artillery, and I would like to point out that a lot of those ones are coming on the bronze die. Okay, the bronze um, die is making up for its yeah. past crimes against us. Uh, <laughs> however, there is two points of damage to Beatrix, uh, Beatrice from okay. the uh, from, from cannon fire, uh, and from the because this point in the battle, the the integrity was still sailing. Mm-hmm. Uh, did it ever get in range? Though I don't think it did. No, no it but the but while the integrity is still afloat, the aerial uh, fire units can. That oh, makes of course. sense. Yeah, yes, yeah. you're quite they right. They can reload. Yeah. Well, the eagles did themselves one hit point of damage uh, <laughs> from yeah. a natural one, as they were caught. Uh, as in some spikes on each other. <laughs> uh, no, well, they drop a flat that, jet on themselves. Uh, no, but uh, to the riders, uh, to the eagles get caught up in gusts of winds that unseat their riders uh, okay. and yeah. fall from mm. the skies uh, to their demise. Mm. Uh, the, wind, the winds being what they are, they're unable to keep uh, to keep afloat. So the eagle unit actually took some damage. Uh, that is everyone. So, however, just as, as the redcoats are brought down to their last struggling force... Uh, under Captain Javier, uh, with a ca- a cataclysmic sound, uh, the defenders turn their heads to watch as uh, the uh, as a pillar of smoke and debris rises from the collapsing battery. The ba- uh, uh, the defensive fortress that it had been their hope has fallen it's and they watch as a ship comes into uh, as a ship comes <laughs> as a ship comes up no I'm not going to use the ship token that'd look tiny um, but they watch as <laughs> a uh, as a battleship uh, of the line sails right up next to the <laughs> Main uh, next to, uh, into the river hound. Taking up to date picture. We're using um little yeah, dice little for dice the ships. Stowaways. Okay, cool. Um, you two, however, are going to get a picture in a second. Ready to ready to launch a full barrage against the targets of their choice. Oh, good visual representation. Yeah, yeah mortifying, um, I thought. <laughs> so. I, I have never been scared of uh, D6 before oh, until oh, now. Oh, I have a hundred times. Oh, many, <laughs> many times. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, it's today, actually. Um, <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Javier is going to, like, seriously considering retreat at this point, uh, is nevertheless going to keep. Uh, is going to see if they, if now that now that the uh, that the cannon uh, the heavy artillery has properly arrived, whether they can um, successfully turn the tide. So uh, they're not moving. They're going to see if they can just like 
I mean, they would have tried to advance to the battery, but at this stage it's just, can they break the Defender's spirits Oof. by defeating enough of them? And that comes down to... Dice rolls. Yeah, this, really. Uh, so yeah, Javier isn't moving. Uh, they are staying in that ward. Currently it's them one-on-one with the Dead Eyes. Uh, what do you want to do movement-wise? God. Hmm. A genuine question, because I'm yeah. struggling to move my mind from, like, together between ships and land. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. There's not really a possibility of moving out of range of the ships, is there? Uh, no. I didn't think no, so. No. Okay, so we take that out of the equation. The, that the, they can, they can move out of yeah. range by moving inland. Cool. So anything but, but that is... How anything... far inland can they shoot? Uh, I'm going to say that they have no penalties whatsoever to shooting anything on the coastline. Okay. Fair. So what about the next one in? But like Portland, uh, is is mu- I'm not saying it's completely impossible for them to shoot there, but they will have, but they uh, but they would probably need to level the buildings in between first. Okay. Um, I mean, it might be worth moving the dead eyes back one. Yeah. Or, being as they are the only ones who are purely melee... Um, no, the Sun Eaters are melee. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm getting confused. It's alright, don't worry. I'd say, yeah, move the Dead Eyes back, move the Sun Eaters and maybe Chocola or Beatrice up. What do you mean by yeah. up? You're going to need to be more uh, I'm sorry, up into Javier. To fight Javier. To, into, to the front line of where there is that Cool. So, right. what do we think, B or C? Uh... B is slightly less damaged. Cool. So that takes them away from the Sun Eaters. Can the Sun Eaters actually hit anyone right now? No, they need to move to face Javier yeah, directly. So move B to. and C into face Javier. And, um, and the Sun Eaters into face Javier as well? Yeah, that is yeah, the Sun Eaters. Yeah. yeah, cool. Because they're then, the only ones they can actually hit. So. Yeah. Um, we've now got the goblins and whoever is... Sorry, what? Does that mean we, at the moment, we've got too many in Portland? Oh, uh, yeah, someone's going to need to. Oh, shit. So, um, Chocolat might need to move up to the coast so that he can still engage with. Yeah, should we move Chocolat to the coast? Yeah, yeah. makes sense. And then so it so might be worth space. moving F and E back one. Yeah. Just yeah, to make just them harder to hit. Just put them into midtown. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, there are a couple of people who are super easy to hit, but not everybody is, which I feel is yeah. a good yeah. move. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Good call. Okay. Do you want to move anyone, or should I take a picture? No, everyone who, who's going to move on their side has moved now. Okay. Another picture incoming. Thank you. I'm liking the system. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Alright. This literally could go either way at this point, couldn't it? Uh, declare mm. your mm-hmm. attacks. Okay, um, who are we starting with? Uh, maybe? Yeah, let's start with the Sun Eaters. Okay, let's start with the Sun Eaters. So the Sun Eaters are obviously going to go for Javier. I mean, um, everyone's, go- everyone, everyone's going for I'm going to say everyone's going to attack Javier here unless you decide you yep. really want to try and look. I, I'll be honest, the ship is not really within range the ship's too far away. to attack. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, you yeah it's not really possible for us to damage Yeah, it's really a question of can you break Javier and how much will you lose in the process. Yeah, so... Okay, cool. Um, I mean, that's really good from the Sun Eaters. That is a 27. I mean, yes, that hits Javier. Uh, D4. D4. (laughs) Javier is not taking many hits. 
Is it That's eight? a three, so nearly a four. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I can see there is a rubbed out 11 I have there, so I'm going to assume that I did and uh, 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 that he did I'll err on the side of assuming cool so three points of damage to Javier okay it's taking some um, uh, they are hunkering down trying to defend themselves yeah, I best mean, they can I mean shall we continue through the named ones and yep. then move on because that seems to be it seems yep. to be easier to do them in sets doesn't it um, so yep. let's do the dead eyes next just arbitrarily yep. um, oh that's bullshit and that dice goes to jail um, so that is <laughs> uh, a 12 uh, that does not hit Javier. Uh, he's okay. in. Um, and then we're going to do the goblins. That is also bullshit, and that's an 11. Yep. Javier Murder. is just trying to, like, Javier is, is just mo- pulling all everyone he can into a, into a defensive position. Uh, okay, B and C. So Beatrice and Chocolate. Okay, I'll start with Beatrice. Okay, that is a 24. Yeah, that hits. Roll damage. Okay. Three damage. Okay. And Whittling down Javier's forces. Ooh, that is a 13. Not quite enough. Bollocks. Damn. Okay, that is the, that's Javier's forces all pulled in. Um... Yep. Javier is gonna make an attack against uh, Beatrice, uh, at least. Mm-hmm. Javier gets a natural twenty against oh, Beatrice. So as pulling into retreat, that's nine points of damage. Is that on Beatrice, Beatrice out? Dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Ceremonially off the map. Uh, nine total, and they'd already taken three. The well, the artillery. Not the ship artillery, just the four artillery pieces are going to focus their fire on uh, Chocolat. Uh, uh, say 12, nope. Nope. Uh, oh, 14 though. Just, yep. So that's three points of damage. Okay, just still up. Uh... No. And no. So Chocolat okay. so survives Chocolat that Chocolat is hanging on in there with one The eagles who are preparing to make their attack runs uh, see the, uh, the uh, see the fate of their eyrie and fearful for their lives are going to, to uh, divert course and retreat towards the battery instead to uh, resupply it before moving onwards. Uh, battery? Not the battery. Uh, the Fort Beatrix. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. The, which means it's time for the uh, the ship. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> I mean, in a sense, it's probably, like, you know, it's, it's a good thing Beatrix is forced, uh, perhaps, because... Uh, ships, by virtue of the fact that they've got just like dozens and dozens of guns, can just try and attack every unit in a uh, in a thing uh. in one go. <laughs> but because Beatrix Beatrice has already fallen, 
uh, Captain Beatrice. That does mean they, they're only, they, they, they're their only other target, and the one they're going to go for is the Sun Eaters. Mm-hmm. So, full scale attack, full broadside against the Sun Eaters. Mortifying. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, is there a way of them not hitting Javier as well? Yeah, how does that work? Let me check my notes on this one because they, because uh, they, you make a good point. There is, uh, there is an argument uh, to this. I mean, I mean, Javier literally between the Sarites and the shore. Yeah, as far as I Javier can see. also would. Yeah. Uh, it's a fair point. I'm debating this because Javier would probably have not stayed in the. It uh, would probably have gone to sea uh, again rather than uh, than stay there if that was a risk for him. Um, and they didn't necessarily know what they were going to do. No, that's true. Um, I also know that Tompkins won't fire, won't utterly decimate his last remaining infantry. That would be a stupid move. That, that's I mean, a strategic yeah, no. blunder, like, certainly. I mean, like, that just, yeah, that will instantly lose him the battle. Um, we're hitting a point where I, where I just need to check my own rules for that the artillery entirely here. Fair. Because, totally fair. Because, um, you do that. My rule was they can hit everything in a, in, in a, uh, in a, like, in a ward. It wasn't right. they have to hit everything in a ward. And I'm trying to check how much range, how much control they have here. Yeah, that's the question with cannon fire. How much control do you have? Are they using uh, like cannonballs? And I mean, what are they willing to do? You know, is another one. So this is the uh, well, they're not willing to wipe out their entire forces. That's fair. I I can tell you that they they are just not willing to wipe out their forces. It's a fair question. question. But 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 (laughs) they're they're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> they, 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 Tompkins is around, so they still have a sense of what is about yeah. attack. Okay, the rule I have, I have rules for artillery specifically. So artillery rules are round shot, one target, uh, 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 one target, one d4 damage. Canister shot is extra damage, shorter range, direct friendly fire included. Yeah. So that's grape shot, basically. I mean, these right. are cannons, yeah. aren't they? These are cannons, so they are doing round shot. Mm-hmm. There are a lot more of them. They have less arcs of fire. Alright, I'm going to rule... I'm going to date the rule that they can... They can do... They can. They can, They have a choice then between hit everything in a, in a district mm-hmm. uh, but hit everything mm-hmm. or pick one target mm-hmm. and be able to okay. avoid friendly fire. Under the circumstances then it's probably it for their benefit. But that is good. Sorry? Yeah. It makes very little difference at the moment. It makes little difference at the moment but it's worth me setting that up now. Yeah. So oh, no, it's a good yeah, precedent to have. Yeah. So, let's say so the that, idea is, if they're targeted, they get slightly less hits. Uh, if they're targeted, they uh, if they're targeted, they can only hit one target. Okay. Cool. If they're untargeted, they have to hit every target, that makes including sense. friendly fire. Under the circumstances, and I guess then, untargeted would be slightly more damage. Uh, it's the same damage. Just it's more people. Just they can't differentiate yeah. between friend and foe. That makes sense. 
under the circumstances, they're going to hit one target, the Sun Eaters, cool. and differentiate between friend and foe. Which they do here. What's the AC of the Sun Eaters? Um, it is uh, 17. Yeah. So that's... How many hit points does the Sun Eaters have? 12. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That is... 13 hit points of damage. Oh, oh, no. oh. Um, I feel guilty. Yeah. In oh. a... I don't. In a... <laughs> uh, I like Poppy. <laughs> Same, but I'm worried about what Poppy's going to do. True, very true. Well, off the map oh, they go. Goodbye. Yeah, in Poppy's a, just eaten the sun. So, astonishing yeah. uh, blast uh, of, uh, of firepower. The cadre of demons uh, fighting on your side are violently discorporated uh, those present which is not actually any of the three of you but those uh, with this uh, those with spirit sight nearby uh, are able to catch brief glimpses as the demonic forms tear apart of strange matching spiritual entities uh, emerging from the bodies in some cases uh, dissipating in others Vanish, uh, struggling and vanishing. Some into, some a couple of them into sort of held objects that a few survivors have. Others vanishing into uh, the bodies of those dying. Uh, some flooding to the handful of, uh, to uh, to the one cleric that uh, uh, that they brought with them who still survives, fl- clustering around them. Not that I, I, any of the three, not that either of those of you with spirit sight see this. It's just something that those gifted nearby yeah. are able to perceive. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're on the ship, yeah. 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 yeah I wouldn't see it anyway. <laughs> Next okay. campaign, I'm playing something with spirit sight. <laughs> Let's, um. Yeah, so this is where this, this kind of comes into play then. Uh. Looks like we've got one more round uh, on both sides to see what happens. Fuck, it is literally just. Ha- if Javier had fallen, that would be mm. that would be the end of the battle. Mm. Javier hasn't fallen yet. Mm. They they still have a chance of winning, and they've got the the firepower with them to to back that up. I so. hate all my dice, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so back to the sea battle then. Okay. Uh, I'm going to describe. I'll do the. So, yeah. So, recapping where we are. Could one of us from the sea shoot, Javier? Yes, if you got close enough. Okay. Uh, Basically, the only reason right now you can't shoot Javier, even though No Regrets is in range of the beta, is literally the the head of the land is in the way. Mm. Um, If the No Regrets. I want to say changed course like just did a full lateral course change it could get it's about the only one I think well let me just check the oh it would be would they be able to get I'm just checking the Scarlet Winds okay this round only the No Regrets is able to get close close enough to be in the right angle to shoot, to, 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 to do a bombardment shot. And that would kind of end the battle if that happened. Yeah, there is one, they have one land force still capable I mean, capable shall we of, do that? 
doing Worth this. It. If, yeah, if you want right. to try and snipe yes, please. them. Where do, we, where do we move this? You have the Sorry, I'm going to move the Nogras. So I think that we just have to, sure. just in yes. case, yeah. you know. Right, no, no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> so seeing what you are doing, um, what you are doing as well, the there's a few different things going on here as different forces try to move into position to save or uh, uh, or break different uh, elements. The elk, uh, that transport ship, is going to chase after the Nuragurts. <laughs> um, bring it close enough for the for the elk to fire actually, I think it might just make it like close, close enough for the elk to fire at short range, which yeah. admittedly um, it's still a transport. Would you like another picture of the ships, my loves? Uh, yes, uh, that would be I'm welcome, about actually, to move yes, one okay, more, cool, at least cool. one I'll more ship. I'll wait till ship. Jason's finished moving and then I'll send them sure. just in case. Yeah. So, so I'm going to say back that to the, previous one, but, the Aquila yeah. is uh, going to sacrifice the Chancer and move up next to the Beta to reinforce. Uh, the Chancer is going to. The Chancer and the Filbert are both just going to hug into the Kraken's Bane and, and that. Yeah, I mean, provided up. we don't move. Yeah. Well, they're, they're going to chase you, is what I'm saying. Right. The chaser will live up to its name. Oh, I'm sorry, that's really blurry. Sorry. The chancer, although I keep calling it the it's chaser. The chancer, sorry. It's been called so many things. <laughs> can't read my own handwriting. We just all want to call it different things yeah. because they're nearly the same word. I think maybe there was, like, what some of the damage was done to where the nameplate is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all like, what's that ship called? Like, as, we're fire, as we're firing at it. Yeah. It's- it is cannon. It's cannon fire. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a considerable oh, amount of cannon. Um, so many ships. So where do we want to move it, everyone, folks? Okay. Well, obviously, bring the no regrets in to. Um, yeah, that is uh, done. We have round. made that move. So the no regrets is right. like done moving for this round. Um. I mean, how far in can the um, Scarlet Winds get? Yeah. yeah so fine. they're able to assuming they're moving in towards where the beta and so on are they're gonna move to here and they could fight on they could so, fire on the beta and the Aquila. yeah they are not but not qu- the land troop not quite yeah they're just they're just in range to hit the beta and Aquila, but not in range to hit basically not in sight uh, to hit javier Makes sense. Uh, what, okay. what range are we talking to hit those spells? Uh, long range. The 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 Scarlet Winds can hit long range on basically everybody. Yeah. But no Gosh, one in short range. Cool. The beat is looking ragged. If we can sink it. Yeah, that'd be yeah. pretty cool. Um, what about the Kraken's Bane and that? Do we want to move any of them, or do we want to keep firing on two that we're next to? Uh, uh, I the think. Yeah, because the chance is right by us. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think and it's, it might... it's keeping hugging you. It would probably be sensible if we um, had that whole flotilla concentrate their fire on the chancer. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and if we can um, head on a like a, a parallel course to um, where the the battery was, so we're still kind of providing a bulwark against the elk, but we're you know kind of passing by the uh, uh, the sea ship, whatever the, the name of the sea ship is. Yeah, Chance so is going to follow after you. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
All right, yeah. you're going to move past uh, to about here, which does put you in range, still long range to hit the Akiva and Vita. Yeah. The Chancer is going to just follow after you. The Filbert is also is going to continue diverting its course to chase. Uh, okay. And I'm going to say that both the Filbert and the Chancer are in short range of your entire little flotilla. Like, everybody's Excellent. in short range. The entire of that flotilla is in short range of the Filbert and the Chancer. The Chancer is in short range of your whole little flotilla there around the Kraken's Bane. And, the Kraken, and otherwise, the Kraken's Bane and friends are in long range of everybody else. <laughs> mm -hmm. The Kraken's Bane and friends, that's... That's cool. Sounds like a fun cartoon series. It is. Yeah. With a lot less, you know, screaming and sinking. Death. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's ignore the screaming and death. Um, no regrets. Shall we? No I just, I need to yeah. know. I actually can't wait any longer. I need to know okay, what happens. Okay, no regrets. Can try and... God, what fucking dice do I use, folks? Uh, um, whichever one hasn't betrayed you thus far. Like, that's, I don't yeah. know which one of which ones of them have at this point. Like, they've all... You know, we're gonna use um, we're gonna use Robbie's light up one. Oh no! That feels dramatic. No, it's my Disadvantage. Fault. Uh, shot Disadvantage. Against, okay, against we're gonna use Tavier. Robbie's light up one and Sarah's destructive wave one. Mm -hmm. They are both beautiful dice. Okay. Um, oh, that's not the worst. Um, mm -hmm. That is a fifteen. Mm. Is that enough? Uh, that. Is a, I mean, that is their AC. Oh my god. So mm -hmm. I just check the damage that the that No Regrets does. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, ah, <laughs> oh wow. I realized that the uh, battery actually does even more damage. Uh, sorry, the, it doesn't matter because the Sun Eaters were totaled, uh, but there's actually... I actually wrote an extra rule for when the coastal ships fire on the yes. land forces. But, but does do they take out Javier or not? <laughs> oh, that's, that's going to be the question. So, meeting the AC... Uh, meeting the AC does one hit point of damage, but when, mm. when C is firing on land... Each hit point of C damage translates to D4 land damage. So okay. roll 1D4. Oh god, it's horrifying. Oh, no. so Help. Possibly not, actually, based on what we've... In fact... Mm. Shut up. No, don't... <laughs> Stop no, it. No. Stop talking. Four. Four Fuck points. you. Javier, <laughs> yes. that itself doesn't kill Javier. Mm -hmm. But I will say that the damage has been... Like, that damage is recorded and combined with whatever the land forces do... Mm -hmm. That may kill Javier. Okay. Mm. Uh, but that we're gonna we'll come back to the land. The point is we're gonna come back to the land next. We'll is come back the to the land next. We're just doing one. But one. we need to do one. Yeah, it's gonna be one one at this okay. point. Um, yep. So no regrets is the it, it, it has taken its shot. <laughs> no fucking regrets. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, on my sheet, I also still have the trigger. Should we do all the fifth rates? Because we're uh, doing we, them by category is less stressful yes, than anything else. Yes, I think. we should. Yeah. yeah, let's yeah. Do it. yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. The. Uh, there was the trigger. Like, I'm actually going to see. He, yeah, here we go. The no regrets. So, uh, this is this is Captain uh, Ethel Schwartz. Uh, Captain Swash. <laughs> Ethel Schwartz, the uh, half-orc that you promoted oh, yeah. to fill the job, the former first mate of the Hesperidia. 
Excellent. Gives the command as a series of cannonballs fly out, fire across the dark seas, and smash into Javier's entrenched position. Okay. Uh, okay, so on to the trigger. Okay, so um, where who are the trigger near? Uh, the trigger is next to uh, Filbert and Chancer and can, uh, short range and can attack literally everybody else long range. I mean, of the Filbert and the Chancer, who's worse right now? Uh, of the Filbert and the Chancer, neither of them have taken any damage. Well, the Chancer's been Don't annoying me, uh, so the, I'm going to do yeah, that. Yeah. The Chancer is the, is the more They're dangerous. They're the military ship, take them yeah. down. The other one is a transport. Well, let's do that then. Oh, that's really good. Um, yes. That's a 25. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, Still, like, one hit point because it's the trigger, but, like... I mean, know. yes, it, it does one hit point, but, hey, it's 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 something. Mm. Okay, the chancer takes... Like, the chancer's paint is thoroughly scratched. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, there's a real limit no, no to what a fifth-rate frigate can do. Oh, yeah. Weirdly, they still have full hit points. I'm not sure how that's happened, but mm. they're the, like one of the least damaged on the field. They've right just now. not been. They've been so not a threat to the other <laughs> they've ships. They've just been like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> okay, the uh, that makes it uh, fourth rate's time. Go, Robbie. Okay. Go, 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 um, go, go. Yeah. Well, we're gonna start with attacking the beta. We can. Yeah. Do it, do it, yep. do it. So everyone is in long range of the beta, but the merchant Sink rates are. In. Yeah. So and the, um, this is is going to be partial, I assume. Uh. So yeah, long range partial. Uh. Who are you attacking with? Uh. The basilisk are going to attempt yeah. to do any damage this turn <laughs> or this game, <laughs> this entire battle. Ah uh, no, no, they will not. Oh my god! Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, at least they haven't shot another ship like the Lantern. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but they done. suck. Yeah. I've got to say, the, 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 the Scarlet Wind's like, yeah, really... <laughs> I'm going to have some serious words. <laughs> okay, um, the Hesperidia are going to do exactly the same. And yeah, same problem. That's a 12 ticket. Uh, ooh, 12 though. Partial. What did the what did the what did the basilisk get? Uh, roll all the three, let's say nine, nine. On okay, the no. Uh, but the but the but the Hesperidae does get partial damage though. Oh, lovely! Um, so so that's one hit one. point. <laughs> so the beta does take another point of damage. I'm gonna swap the dice out because those ones are the train. More of them. We might be good. And it's not like we're short on d20s. Okay, mm. <laughs> right. The lantern's gonna do the same thing. Much better. That is a nineteen. Hmm. That definitely hits, and in fact, that uh, that is enough. With uh, yes. having corrected for the <gasps> uh, for the mistakes where they where they just shot the no regrets in the back. Shenyu's uh, uh, gunners adjust their their sights, fire up, and the and a full salvo uh, sails over the uh, over the elk over the no regrets and smashes into the deck of the beta, Goodbye. Uh, taking it off the field. It will still get its attacks in mm-hmm. because everything happens at the same yeah. time. Yeah, that's all happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, which gives us... Do you want to leave it on uh, to remind you to... Yeah, thank you. 
if you were doing that in the other one, I know you have a lot to deal with. So that is yeah. So that so that brings us to the fourth rate merchants because Wilma's still around. Um, oh, not for long. <laughs> Wilma and Bola are are both in long range of the Elk and Aquila and in short range of the Filbert and Johnson. I mean, we're gonna go for the Johnson because the Aquila's not really taking anything either. So yep. We might as well focus on that one because it's close. Uh, yep. So the beta has rolled not well. That is. 13. Mm. Not oh. beta baller. <laughs> okay, the ba- baller, sorry. Mm. Uh, 13. The, yeah, so no. uh, 13 with. No, no, that's not enough to hit. With the, yeah, not, um, the Wilma has rolled a 19. I mean, okay, the Wilma is like fucking like gunning for MVP. it this time yeah like two hit points of damage to the, ch- like to the to Johnson think, because it was an accident once so I like to think it's always an accident <laughs> yeah. <now. laughs> it's just, like, right, no it's just some dickhead that thinks everything sounds like the word fire on well, the list. the Johnson <laughs> is just like right next to the Wilmer so they're just firing straight back at it and both ships are just shooting at each other um they they they, they can't miss they're right there <laughs> Um, oh, like how far apart are these ships at this point? Just uh, within like a scant few hundred feet of each other, close enough like, to be. Are like... we at the point where the party are in range for things? Um, like if you wanted to try to get them in there, you could. But I'd say that like it's like it's we are into the skirting sort of seven hundred. 600, okay, 700 yeah, feet really. range. Broadside yeah, them first. Yeah. Because I think my max range is 480. Yeah. Um, so we're, yeah, we're just out of sniper range for these shots, but close enough for them to unload full uh, broadsides. Yeah. Um, okay, which I think it does actually bring us to the Kraken's Bane. Okay. Um, so so the Kraken's Bane you are also close, close enough to full attack the Chancellor of the Filbert or snipe at the Akira Royal. Uh, going after the chancer. So this is just a um, singular roll. Yep. Yeah. Okay, come on. It makes such a nice rattle those light up ones. Yeah. You always hear okay, when you're rolling it. Yeah. That's a thirteen. Okay, it's uh, just under, but you do still do a point of damage. Okay. Okay. Well, it's something. It's something. Okay, the kraken. Uh, all of your attacks having been done, let's Akila and Beta. Fire on land. Their mm. effects will be seen next time. <laughs> the elk fires on the no regrets. Uh, just full broadside, close up. But it's a transport. I mean, nineteen. Obvious, that is that is actually no regrets. AC is, is fourteen, right? Mm-hmm. Two hit points of damage to the no regrets. The no regrets are still fucking going. Excellent. It maybe wants to get out of close range. Unloads its full. Potentially, but yeah. you know, we'll see how long we're even in battle after this. To be honest, um, yeah. we'll see if we get to another ship round. You know. Yeah, the elk unloads its full. Uh, its full salvo. The uh, Filbert and Chancer, seeing the apparent like fucking masterful skills of the Wilmer. I'm just gonna focus on that. Oh no! <laughs> like, fucking hell! It's not a fighter. It's uh, chaos on board. 
I like to think there's just like some trigger happy gunsman who just mistakes every word for the word fire. <laughs> and they're all like, please stop. And he's like, ah! <laughs> Like, oh, basically sick, deaf because of the gunfire at this point. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the filbert just full on smashes into the, it, it smashes its rounds into the Wilma like it did like a natural 18 plus stuff. Oh, no. So the Wilma took, takes two hit points of damage. Um, then the full broadside from the Chancer that is uh, five more hit points of damage. <sighs> to that, so that's seven. Seven points. total. That'll do it. Okay. Oh, Got it from so both sides. Sick. By broadsides, the Wilma sinks in. Uh, the Wilma breaks apart, starts to sink. Into the gonna, whatever happens, this is going to be such a weird ending to this battle. Mm. I still don't know which way it's going to go, but either way, like fucking weird. It's been a knockdown, dragout fight that has uh, cost both sides quite. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. no, uh, nobody's done well, have they? Nobody you know? has done mm. well in this fight. Uh, okay, that brings. Uh, that brings us to the land fight. Oh god, back we go. Um, do you need another picture, okay. lads? How you doing? If you would, yeah. thank you. Just sent that. Excellent. Oh, we have one okay. less ship. Should I take one yeah, out? Uh, I mean, leave one, leave that there, because there's going to be, like... Okay. Because... The Aquila moves into its place. Oh, true. Yeah. There are. In fact, I will say for the sake of this, of this, of this shot, there are very briefly going to be two ships, one of which will sink. Um. Yeah. So movement-wise, is interesting. Um. Javier is in a weird position right now because he's not yeah like he can be he's in a really flankable place mm. I think he's going to move to the north village he's going to move one okay. round can we still hit him uh, you you see him moving and you can move into position to try and thing him he's just trying to move into places where he's where it's a little bit harder so, yeah, you can... I mean, the North Village is uncontested at this stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Okay, I know what we can do. Yeah. I'm going to take another picture so that you can visualise... That is visualize all Javier can do. What Javier has just done. I'm sorry, I don't know why yeah. some of these are landscape and some of the portrait. Like, I literally have no explanation for why that's happening. Um... um. So, okay. we definitely want to try and hit Javier with all we've got, because fuck it, yeah. right? Yeah. But let's Suggestion. Not move into North Village. What would you say? Yeah. What did let's you say? Not move into. No, North I agree. Village. Let's not move into North Village. But can we move it? Where can we hit North Village from that isn't North Village? So Just like, can, what are you counting you as hit, a diagonal? Anything adjacent. So yeah. So you can hit North Village from the outside because all of your surviving forces are ranged. Yeah. From right. uh, Ward Street. Yeah. Portland Park, although you wouldn't actually I mean, be, able be able to get, able to get, there. get there. Wall Street, yeah. Portland, uh, and Kelsey. Okay, what if we move our two shinies into yeah. um, Wall Street, mm-hmm. and yep. then we move Ian F into Portland, 
then yep. everybody can hit Javier. <laughs> yeah, uh, We'd have to saying... move Chocolate into Kelsey, yeah. but then they're, they're boxed in on all sides. What was that? I mean, how much do we want to risk people? Do we think four attacks is going to be enough to take them out? Um, because we could move C and F into Portland and put E further from the coast. Well, I, I'm worried about dice rolls. Honestly. I think we've got to try okay. and take them out. Because that will yeah. end the fight, whereas like I'm not sure anything else will. Uh, it'll end this little land fight. I don't think it's going to necessarily end the ship fight. Well, where they are currently, um, only um, only Chocolat is, is easily we... attackable yeah. from the sea. Yeah. yeah, I think if we leave Chocolat on the coast, they are done. But that is, if we want to make that sacrifice to be more secure in taking out. I think it's worth it at this point because Chocolat yeah, can't affect the sea battle. He has nowhere to go. Yeah. He has nowhere to go other than um, well, there's that spit of land by um, by where the battery was. I think but... let's give it all five. That's yeah. my yeah. instinct. Give it all five. That's what it means. But I think let's fucking go for it. We're in, you like, we're he in the home stretch. probably is going for that spit of land so that he so that you have yeah. to attack him from a uh, from from a coastal space. Yeah. yeah. All right. So w- well, let's stop him before he gets. So back. you're going all in. You want to move C up to Kelsey? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All in. Shall I um, roll for um, Chocolat? As that's the only person I can roll for. Yeah. Roll for Chocolat. <laughs> okay. Come on, Chocolat. Okay. That's a, that's a fifteen. Yeah, that hits. Um. Roll, roll damage. I'm I'm gonna say, like honestly, like yeah, roll damage. <laughs> okay. Is it a roll Four. damage for fun? Yeah. Four. Okay. Um, Four damage. As the, this is gonna be a little. This portion is gonna be a little narrative at this stage. Okay. Uh, okay. I am going to talk a little bit about the round that immediately follows. So I'm gonna roll some attack. So I'll cover what happens to Javier. I need to roll some attacks first because the other side do get some attacks in mm-hmm. uh, okay. before this happens. Of uh, what is everybody's hit points right now uh, of the survivors? Um, Goblins five. Shukla has one. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So Shukla has one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, goblins have uh, five. Dead eyes have eleven. Cool. Egbert has three. Frank has two. Cool. Uh, Javier. So. I'm going to check who Javier targeted for their last stand. Yeah. Uh, under the circumstances. Yeah. And uh, was it Frank had two? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Frank, despite Javier's last stand, only took one point, takes one point of damage. Oh. <laughs> Frank has been yes. clinging on for um, a while now. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm just going to do, do two things. Fucking hell, more, more of the artillery blow themselves to pieces. <laughs> um, like, seriously, the, one of the artillery got pulled down almost to half health just by blowing, them, through blowing themselves God, up. It's ridiculous. Amazing. They're having a very bad yeah, day. <laughs> um, that the guy's a bad drama today. One... <laughs> And two, cool. So, gonna roll these. Cool. Uh, 
Alright, that is enough for me to know. Javier's last stand is the turning point of the battle. As the Captain Javier and the final Redcoats hunker down in the North Village, the forces advance on them from all sides. They take position up in a warehouse, but under pressure from the uh, from the militia captains, the rifle, this last unit of rifles struggling to defend them, and the gangs firing from the south, uh, from Wall Street, their numbers whittle lower and lower. In a last-ditch attempt, everything gives way to cannon fire. The artillery pounds uh, on the uh, on, uh, in the streets of, of Kelsey, shattering Capt- uh, Captain Chocolat's uh, rifles completely. Well, take that away. Beard, mm-hmm. uh, the Beatrice, HMS Beatrice, uh, tar- aiming for the same targets, really unleashes one final salvo before she uh, starts. Before she breaks. Um, targeting the streets of Kelsey to level them, blasting a full barrage, not with so much with a focus on killing troops as clearing a path. As uh, as that street, as those streets are opened, and the Beatrice is uh, smashed. Sorry, and the Beta is smashed by uh, cannon fire from above. The uh, the Aquila sails ahead, in, ahead of where it was and unleashes a full indiscriminate barrage into Portland through the channel created by the, uh, by the slagged and devastated houses that used to be Kel- uh, the district of Kelsey. Uh, as Captain Javier, uh, Javier falls, so too do the last regular militia forces breaking under the onslaught of cannon. Not everyone dies, but many do, and those who uh, and those who remain survive. Uh, 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 um, and they, as a fighting force, they are totaled. So F and E are totaled. F and E are gone. And X as is Javier, gone. yeah. <laughs> it's literally just. The goblins and the dead eyes left. So at this point, <laughs> at yeah. this point, however, the battle for the for the redcoats, bloody as it has been, brutal as the fight has been, is lost. What? The Aquila turns and they, I'm going to slightly narrative what's happening next. How many how many ships do you still have next to the Elk and the Chancer? Uh, Hang on, let me look back. I mean, we can just look at this pile. We have three. Yeah, three. So you still have the Kraken's Bane, the Baller, and the Trigger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, three to two, but the but these uh, uh, but the uh, the uh, the Scarlet Winds are on the way. All right. Again, for the interest of time, uh, and the the battle is lost. Signals go out via semaphore. The Aquila breaks off from the city, 
and pauses long enough for the cavalry forces to uh, uh, to uh, uh, and terrified gunners uh, to make their way aboard before pull- beating a retreat towards the protection of Fort Beatrix. Uh, the elk caught between the no regrets and the crim- uh, and the scarlet winds takes a few salvos off its bow before raising a white flag with the basilisk turning in uh, uh, with the, I'm going to say the Hesperidia and the no regrets flanking it the basilisk and the um, lantern turn to reinforce the Kraken's Bane at the Baller and the Trigger. And I'm going to ask for Causing, can you give me a navigation check, please? Oh, absolutely. Um, I'll do, uh, oh, that's a weird brain shift to yeah. a character doing yeah. a thing. Yeah. I mean, okay. is this, uh, is this like an actual based. character thing in that I could add a d4? This is an actual character. Can I have given him inspiration? Yes. Yeah, come Please. on. Please? Yeah, okay. Okay, so d10. And a d4. Uh, right. Oh, oh, I love them, it's the time. <laughs> okay, so. Alright. Um, uh, roll, roll, that is. Oh, I have proficiency with this, so that is a 19, but fuck it. I'm going to roll the... Roll everything. What else are you going to use it for? (laughs) Okay, that 19 becomes a 22 with a d4, and... Uh, 29 with a d8. Okay, you... D10, rather, sorry. (laughs) The Kraken's Bane is the fastest thing on the water. Uh, they, catch them, they catch are, them, catch them. Catching them, it's not just, you don't just catch. Uh, as the two ships go, the Chancer begins to, uh, the Chancer and the Elk both, uh, and the, sorry, the Filbert both try to flee. The Filbert is easily caught by the Trigger and the Baller. As the Chancer tries to turn uh, to escape, you sail after, overtake it, force it into a turn. Uh, ex- as both ships exchange harrying gunfire and then into a pincer in between the basilisk and the lantern. Surrounded by three ships, one of which outmaneuvers it, two of which outgun it, having already taken some damage, the Chancer raises the white flag. Yes. <sighs> the Aki- uh, As you... Uh, as the Aquila makes it back to the uh, retreats uh, with what it can to the fortress and begins uh, the process of unloading what it can, you all look up as the ominous black red-eyed serpent begins to quiver, opens its mouth with, as a as the stream as crimson tinted at first but then giving way the rosy golden light of dawn stretches out over the land the serpent opens its mouth and fades 
as what uh, as light strikes you, almost blinding you, you blink. You notice the yeah. red uh, serpent eyes, uh, irises over your eyes, vanish with that first blinking. And through the smoke and fire and the distant sounds, you are able to gaze upon the thus far remaining independent city of Newmark. Yes! Victory! (laughs) Victory indeed. It is a it is a victory hard won and not without cost. I mean, I want to reinforce that on land we literally have the mm. two of the two of three crime friends left. The crime friends. There is nothing else of our troops. Yeah. Yeah. The battle has been bloody uh, and brutal. On land, the redcoats were uh, the redcoats gave way to uh, to the redcoats tried to take the land, but despite the artillery fire, despite the naval barrages, they were never able to get into the inner parts of the city. They were always held off at the beaches and piers. The costs were great, though. Not everyone in the defending forces died, and in the coming weeks, they are able to muster together uh, the survivors in to form the core of a new militia. But the spirit of many was many were broken, and the cheer of victory that goes up is a ragged one, and in places thin. Hundreds, perhaps over a thousand, have died on boat. Uh, have died on your side. The same or more on the enemies. It is the work of many to pull up the bodies to perform last rites, or where priests cannot be found, to perform quick decapitations to prevent the dead rising. Over the coming days, it will be the work of the grim work of fishing trawlers to fetch those who fell to the river bottom to prevent a rising of the drowned dead. But over those same next days, the negotiations begin to cede the fortress of Fort Beatrix. Without the troops to sustain it any longer, and with the ships holding the bay, an agreement is reached to allow the surviving troops on the Redcoat side to board the Aquila and depart with their flags and arms. The the crews of the Elk Chancer and Filbert allowed to repatriate um, obviously bereft of their arms and supplies and their ships (sighs) 
there were casualties. Um, let's look through these. First and foremost, the witches on the witch's tent. Vig is brought to you, Corzin, as soon as possible by the perhaps an unexpected uh, source as carrying, as being dragged after him in the arms of a pallid-skinned Notably flying halfling, uh, Thurling is able to bring, uh, is able to bring, uh, Vig to you, clutching, shaking to the, uh, body, uh, to the flotation device of the <laughs> Witch's Tits puzzle box. He is sorely injured uh, by the time you, he reaches you. And I would like to tank as much healing magic as is needed to help League. That would be important. Yeah. If this is Same. going to require with healing magic. This is going to require a medicine check. Um, okay. He's suffered multiple fractures. And more importantly, by the time you reach him, uh, pneumonia and other and oh, other Christ, effects yeah. of the deep cold and uh, frost to come inside. Yeah, um, can I give cause an inspiration, you can. please? Yes. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to bend fate as well. Okay. Um, right. So medicine check then. Yep. Yeah. So this is just like clinging to your shoulder like a vice when Vig is brought over. Okay. That's an 18 on the medicine check. I'm gonna roll, roll the. Um, is worth it. Yeah. Okay, that makes it a dirty twenty on the medicine check. Did you do the that, inspiration as well? Two. Uh, yes, yeah, sir. That was the inspiration. Okay, uh, D four. Add another two. D four. Oh, okay. Uh, so twenty two on the medicine check then. It is. Uh, it is the work of many tense minutes. Uh, you are able to you are able to save Vig's life and uh, with that check you are able to preserve the use of his arms as well uh, good he is uh, he will uh, he it will take some time to recover uh, from the as much from the mental trauma of his injuries as the, as the physical ones, as while magic can heal that, he's going to be. Uh, it will take time, but um, I will tank my sixth level spell into Vig. Before you do that, mm-hmm. okay, there might be other decisions. There are other, there are other potential casualties because the witch's tit. So the witch's tit went down. Uh, as did many other ships. I'm going to talk about the ships as well. Over the course, you lost... uh, In addition to the three enemy ships that went down, the Gunter, 
the uh, demise, the integrity, and the beta. Uh, you also lost the Wilma, the Lightning, the Maria, and of course, as I said, the Witch's Tit. I would like. Yeah, that's four. Could I ask uh, each of you to roll me a d100, please? Okay. Let me do this one. Yes. 84. 75. And 32. Okay. The. So. 84 are lost from the lightning. Nice. 72 are lost from the Wilma. 34, was it? it? Was the last one? Yeah. I lost from the Maria. I rolled for the witch's tit. There are... Before healing magic and healing potions are used, and you may, like, feel free to open as many stores as you want from the uh, Kraken's Bones to, to reduce this number. A hundred... You rolled a hundred on a D one. Fuck. Uh, crew wow. casualties from the witch's tit. Um, so oh, the Kraken's Bane does have healing potions. Uh, every healing spell can reduce this by one. I'll, if you want to empty the Kraken's Bane's store of healing potions, uh, Corzin, tell me how many that is. I have thirteen healing spells. Cool. Before you use them. Uh, use those though. Let's do healing potions first because these are not the only casualties. Okay. Yep, fair enough. Um, I'm still gonna write another down so I don't forget it. Yep. I have potentially um, uh, nine healing spells I can use, but in addition to that, uh, if we were taking the. what was the standard uh, amount of uh, healing potions that the uh, the Kraken's Bane would have? Uh, Six, wasn't it? Uh, no, you keep you kept a certain number just in storage as well, didn't you? Okay, I don't think we ever actually put a number on that. It was just sort of hand waved that on a personal level there was enough. Mm. I believe you have twenty. Okay. Okay, in which case twenty then. All of them, yeah. That was that was the amount that uh, that's the amount that sort of you came as part of the setting up of the ship originally. I mean, hell, I've still right, got cool. one healing potion as well, cool. which I will happily um, donate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, l- I, think at the, uh, I might have three if I'm So you, def- assuming those those healing potions are just put to this immediately. Oh yeah, like. Definitely the healing potions are able to save 24 lives. The uh, I'll hold off the, uh, the spells immediately. The battery also fell. Um, I base I roll so the witches of the witches tit of the people you knew close you knew closely. Vig was the one who uh, Vig. Uh, hit a similar fate to most of the crew he has been saved Thurling survived and brought him to you other mm-hmm. survivor uh, Heinrich fortunately also survives 
which is very important to note. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, with... Uh, you will have a choice of whether... Sorry, yeah, Heinz, Heinz, Heinz Schuller. Heinz, not Heinrich. Uh, Heinz... Uh, he's called Heinz as a short. Uh, you'll have a choice of whether to use Heinz or... Uh, on where to send Heinz, uh, Heinrich versus uh, Aljin. Aljin is the more experienced doctor. He will save sixty mm-hmm. percent of casualties where he is sent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Heinz is much less skilled. He will save twenty percent of casualties where he is sent. Okay, and where are the choices to send? Yeah, well, the other choice is the battery. Once again, the battery. can I please ask? All of you, all three of you, to roll the d100. Okay. Oh, fuck's sake. Seven. Uh, 34. 70. 78. Whoa. Okay, so that comes to 41. It's not calculator. That's oh, right, do some head. 118 potential Jesus. casualties there. They did. So. They rolled low on how many of the priests survived. Um, I will say that of their own healing magic, they are able to reduce this number by a further thirty. Okay. Uh, but unfortunately, there were there were losses of some of the most powerful priests. Um, so that number goes down to eighty-eight. The um, so 88 from the battery 88 from the battery thus far so your current note from the witch's tit is still uh, before applying your own healing magic yeah. beyond the spell mm. beyond the potions is uh, 76 right now mm-hmm. that's three quarters of the crew yeah. if I like go around with the less skilled doctor using sorcery points to boost everything. Like, to bend fate every time he does a check. The, you also have your healing stick. It's still... I do also have my healing stick and the eel. Will it make any difference? Heinrich's um, not necessarily... Because I will really burn like, every spell I have. The fact is, burning every spell you have, maybe you can bend fate a little in some cases, but ultimately it's... It's heading up healing. It's heading up the, the the triage of dozen of scores of people. Mm. It might make a difference. I'll say that. Sure, with you assisting everyone uh, and using up your spells, I'll give Heinrich an extra five percent. So he can save a quarter mm-hmm. uh, with you I just mean, bending fate as much as you can. Um, yeah. Yeah. I only do it for f- it'll be fifth level spells and below. Um, yeah, but you do everything, doing everything you can there. Mm-hmm. Can Cousin as a surgeon um, uh, change those numbers? Uh, you are yes, but you're busy on. But you're going to be you're going to be you're busy for some of this on Vig. Right, fine. Okay. And there are, as I say, I need to work out whether I've helped yeah. with Vig or if I've given you inspiration and walked yeah. off to help other people. There is. Close to to your heart, though, there are two injured figures, Clara and Saran. Oh, I'm running. Both of whom were helping in the hospital there. Mm -hmm. Um, 
both are injured uh, and assuming you draw them into causing this focus as well uh, with magic assisting uh, I would like two more uh, two more uh, medicine rolls please um, I have two more inspirations can I just no I have one more inspiration oh god who does it go on I mean, it's got to be Clara like I don't think I could okay. not give Clara a boost okay so feel mean but first one then for Saran uh, medicine check yeah you don't have inspiration on that one Okay, fortunately enough, that is a 27. Surround. I will add, I will add a Ben Fate on it as well, just in case. Okay. Uh, that's another four. Okay. Okay, 31. Surround will make a full recovery. Um, quickly as well, you're able to... Uh, you are able to set her broken uh, ribs and leg and heal them with magic with impressive skill and prevent uh, and prevent what could otherwise have been a very serious internal bleed. She will she will recover well and quickly. Good. Okay. And for Clara. Okay, that's another 27. But I'm going to add the inspiration anyway. Uh, that makes it a 30. Okay. Right. Clara, similarly, um, you... It is touch and go at first. Um, she... To, uh, she, with a especially with uh, as you realise that part of the uh, collapsing, uh, as there was a, a risk of very serious injury to her. However, with skill and magic on your side, you are able to set what is broken, heal what is damaged and return Clara to a state as healthy as Clara can be. Uh, still afflicted by permanent, uh, by her permanent illnesses, but she too will make a full recovery. <sighs> there is no sign of Alton Apple Blossom. What? Oh, oh no. Shit. It is three days later, picking through the rubble. As they uh, pull aside pieces of rock, someone sees, someone catches sight of a hat, of a crushed hat, a, uh, and a broken bottle labelled Apple Blossom's Best. They sink to their knees. You bloody long enough to find me! There's <laughs> 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 a tiny fucking halfling luck. Uh, <laughs> That's all that saved him, isn't it? There's nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> and scrambles oh. out. Right, you're late for 11 cents. <sighs> I'm late in three days! Don't ever scare me like that again! <sighs> no promises! <laughs> uh, you pull a bedraggled, hungry, 
having basically been drinking just his own alcoholless uh, lemonade, that is uh, uh, cider, that is not a euphemism, uh, for, for three <laughs> days straight, trapped under the, under the rubble. Apple Blossom is covered in debris, surprisingly intact, apart from cuts, scrapes, and bruises. <laughs> but having basically been pinned in like a tiny halfling sized bubble of debris. <laughs> oh god. This is insane. <laughs> I would have cried so hard if Alton Apple Blossom died. Oh Alton Apple Blossom yeah, because he's Alton Apple Blossom gets to roll with gets to roll with advantage uh, on his survival oh. check. One of those numbers was very low. Yeah. One was not. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Um, yeah, you uh, your last cho- last choice then is whether you want to send Heinrich Heinrich or Ajin to the battery. Um, I've got twenty four bend logs. Um, there are a more of healing people and who are injured on the witch's tip than there are in the battery. Yeah, yeah. So by proportion, that is more lives. Yeah, um, after magic is yeah. applied. The numbers in the battery come to 88. The number on the witch's tick comes to 76. Oh, 76. Okay, so there are actually more in the battery. Yeah. Now that now that all the potions have been yeah. emptied out and all the spells... you, uh, all, uh, all, Well, there's. Uh, I'm not counting the 9 plus 13. Uh, the, there, are tw- uh, there, there are still 22 yeah, spells that can be used. Combined, I have 13 healing spells and one potion, so that's 14 yeah. from Celestia that I can do. Yeah, I've already used that's the potion. Point. Okay. Um... So what do we think? Should we send Arjun to the battery? I think we have yeah, to. Yeah, that makes sense. Dawson also has a healing more. potion. He can yeah. d- uh, donate got, to uh, Heinz to go to the witch's tip. Yeah, that's fine. So using the yeah, witch's tip... Using stick. that magic to bring it down then, 53. Okay, Arjun goes to the battery uh, and with his exemplary skill as a surgeon uh, is able to is able to bring that uh, that number the number of fatalities there down from uh, 88 to sorry calculator to 35 alt um with the so it's 35 from the battery. From the battery yep. uh, is the total number that dies. Um, the number from the witch's tit is brought down to 39 with... Uh, okay, you with, did well. Yep, with mm. a lot of magic uh, being used. And so that's with all of our magic. Just there yeah. constantly Just pumping constantly magic there. into it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 yeah, we're, cha- no for, we're um, changing that. Uh, for the witch's tit, 39. 39. Yeah. Magic and skill saves many lives. I sing at a lot of funerals. You do. Anywhere they need a song. You do. The there the I I think that there will be a little bit of there'll be time there is time to heal, time to grieve. And there is one last moment. I'm going to put this just so that it's just that you, that that I you, 
probably some role play in this next session, won't there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One yeah. one the but I'm just round I'm gonna round off this back. Thing. Yeah. One narrative yeah. thing that happens the same day amidst the battle. Um as the as the as the crimson sorry, as the Scarlet Winds make port begin come to render assistance themselves, dispatching their own ship's doctors. Um there is a brief moment that Scamp and Corzin you catch mm-hmm. sight of. Celestia's already run to the battery to I'm check on banging. by this point at this yeah. moment. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm it's, banging healing magic into somebody or yeah. sat with It's Clara a moment of the pair of yeah. you catch as um as Vasilisa and v- uh, Vasilisa uh, and Victory d- disembark. Victory runs to assist as best she can as well. Um, there's a moment you catch of Thurling staring up at Vasilisa on the deck. Okay. Tiefling captain staring back. Tenseness. They walk towards each other. Some words are exchanged. There's a slow nod from Thurling before he returns to tend uh, to tend to the survivors of the witch's tent. As he goes past you, um, uh, Corzin, he gives you a nod. I'm proud of you. That must have been one of the hardest things you've ever had to do. We have... We have an understanding. One day, when the child has grown up and gone, she and I will have our duel. Understood. Would it be inappropriate to watch with popcorn? <laughs> yes, I'm going to take that as a yes. That would be. There's just like a blaring <laughs> of red light from the eyes he's wearing. It is, not a, um, <laughs> a disboring of you from doing so. <laughs> he turns uh, and moves to leave. Other meetings, other farewells, other moments will come in the days to come. But for now, the battle is won. And the future, however tenuous, of Newmark is secured. Thank you all for playing. Thank you all for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. They came to this fight quite outmanned, outgunned, outnumbered, and outplanned. And though this war is far from done, 
I must concede this battle won. So, gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.